Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. It's great to be back for another week of K-pop shenanigans. This is Ash, and I'm joined by my trusty co-podcasters, Jimin. Hi, guys. And Nat. Hello. And first up, Let's just kind of talk about what we've been listening to the past week. So um, I have been listening to, um, I actually haven't been listening like in terms of regularly listening, but um, in terms of just songs that I've heard that I've had fun with. Um, Hallelujah. Do you guys know that song? Um, It was sang by or sung by. Who? The one in Shrek? Yeah, the one in Shrek. Is it Jeff Buckley that does the one in Shrek? Oh, Jeff Buckley had, yeah, that, but that's a cover. Like, it's still a cover. Right, I know. Yeah, so this is Leonard Cohen's song. He's a Canadian, like, singer-songwriter. Right, but I've been, I've been singing the Shrek version. Oh, there's a really good version by, um, oh, what's that girl's name? The girl who won um, X Factor in the UK, Alexandra Burke. She has a oh. really good version of that song, too. Okay. Yeah. Um... I that that would be interesting to hear because I do like that song. I, I, I don't know why. I just think it's a nice song. Gorgeous. Um, I've listened to that. Uh, I had I listened to NCT Dream's full album. They just released their album Reload. It is a pretty good album. Um, there are some songs that you know come with the territory of K-pop, but um, it it is a pretty decent album. I have been listening to. Um, a lot of BTS. I don't know why, but a lot of BTS. Um, and I think that's really it. And when I actually, you know, why I've been listening to a lot of BTS because I keep thinking about. Um, actually, Nat, you would love this. <laughs> There's a video um, from their festa last year, um, which they all look miserable and like they didn't want to be there. But at the very end, they sing they, their song uh, "Pretty Woman." And while they're singing it, Sugar starts running around. <laughs> like, he starts running around the set. And I don't know if you've ever seen when he like raps and stuff, but he does this like little grandpa squat that I just think is so funny. Or like he does that little rapper squat that rappers do, but he just is like an old man doing it. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um, and yes, yeah, so I've been listening. Needless to say, I've been listening to Pretty Woman because of that. Um, and then some of bts's other um more like deep cuts just because i've been listening to stuff like that so that's mainly what's been on my playlist what about you guys um (laughs) i have been listening still let me pull up my playlist here i've been listening to a lot of rena um lately once again i think i mentioned her last week because she dropped her album um rena sawayama dropped her album sawayama um it was like her first full album and yeah we did talk about it tomorrow last week and i've just been listening to her a lot because i really 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 love um paradising and bad friend and uh snake skin and then I've been listening to a lot of Marina and the Diamonds or Marina She Goes Now um, just because it's weird because I started going back on Tumblr a lot. I was like the 2000s Tumblr girl. <laughs> before. I you mean the 2010s Tumblr girl? Has uh, Tumblr been around in the 2000s? When did the Vampire Diaries start? Because I feel like that's when I got into Tumblr. 
I mean, I feel like Tumblr really popped off because I started using Tumblr around like 2011, and I feel like it's it, it really popped off around like 2012, and that's when like it it was a really big year because that's when like the whole SJW um, stereotypes kind of started for Tumblr too. Mm, so, well I, well, I got into Tumblr through like, huh, fandom. Well, yeah, but I was on fan. I was on Live Journal before that. And then, oh, like, wow. yeah, mm-hmm. and then people were like, oh, Tumblr's where it's at. And I was like, all right, sure. So I got it, but I didn't really use it. But then when I started watching the Vampire Diaries is when I got into it. And Vampire Diaries started in 20, 2009. So yeah, I guess 2010s-ish would probably be around that time. I don't know. It feels like forever ago anyways. Um, yes. but I've been back on Tumblr. And um, I like when I was on Tumblr, I was like a marina stan i was like a marina blog almost like outside of the vampire diaries it was just marina in the times that i posted about so uh i was actually going through like some of my old tumblr posts and i was like oh Ooh. wow yeah i know but i was like actually yeah i mean i was that girl and i mean i still listen to a lot of marina and the diamonds obviously i not so much her last album i wasn't a huge fan of it but uh i still really 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 love fruit her third album and i still listen to like electra heart and stuff like that so i've been listening to a lot of marina and getting like inspiration creatively from it and stuff like that and you you're making me think about the one direction blogs now (laughs) no i was never like that one direction tumblr was a hot mess okay i remember there being this one one direction post about how this girl was in university and I don't know what they were or maybe it was high school whatever but they were talking about how like I don't know if it was like a black stars form or something like that but the gist of the point was that like the gist of the point yeah (laughs) (laughs) the gist of the point Canadian education. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I just like messing with you. It's too easy. (laughs) No, it was actually really funny. So kudos. Uh, But uh, what I was saying was the point of what this girl was saying in this this Tumblr post was like how um, it causes like the the light to go out and it's like all darkness and one girl was like i felt that way when zane left one direction and honestly when i saw that post it, what? Made, me laugh. it, like, it made me laugh so hard and it just always <laughs> <What? back. laughs> like, that's not even funny but i'm laughing because you think it's funny <laughs> it's hilarious <laughs> it's like those those old public tweets about zane and how like he made everybody think that he had no type but he only has one type <laughs> so <laughs> Those Zane's having a baby, so uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna segue into that as well, too. So, um, I am a Zane fan, but oh? I'm a Zane fan who likes your boy to enunciate and um, sing songs that don't sound like he just did a whole bunch of drugs before he, did, he went into the recording booth. You don't like um, Zane songs, then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do, I actually really love Zane songs. So, when I saw that Zane, you know, and Gigi were gonna have a baby, I was like. Damn, this, this, this man is never ever gonna be like a regular artist now. Like he's just like because if he couldn't handle his own life, how's he gonna handle this baby? And probably a wife. I don't know. But I was what? like, that's a stretch. <laughs> Zane is not coming to anyone. Damn Zane! Like all I really want you to do is make. 
some pop hits, enunciate. You know, like these are things that I want from you. Not gonna um, lie, not gonna lie, Nat, you sound like a chin fans right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'm like, for me, I'm not like congratulations to Zayn. I mean, and his blessings and everything. I don't really care about that. For me, I like. Chen fans are mad because apparently him being a dad means that he can't sing Call Me Baby. Like, that's stupid, okay? Honestly, if <laughs> Zane is still singing the same songs that he, he be singing and he's a dad, I, will, I don't know if I would want to be... Never mind, let me shut up. That's but like, for me, it was like, look, I just need Zane to have like a life coach. And I need to Zane to like have some people with him who are like, brah, you need to make some good music again. Like... Or, like, he should have been a part of whatever One Direction is doing. Because I feel like his voice was so much more suited for some of the pop songs that they did there. And that's but he hated like, them, though. I know he hated them, but Zayn, it sounded good. Like, what? I know, like, honestly, I will sit up here and bump some right now all day. Like, yeah, I will sit up here and bump some One Direction with Zayn before I we, bump we just Zayn. We were saying more than that the other day, right? So, I mean, we know. Oh, yeah, more than, the, yeah, we, we look, Zayn. When he, when he hit that yay, 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 I was like, that's or that That note in you and I, I was like, oh, oh okay. this. the vocals. Oh, okay. Like, I, I honestly felt like the world shifted on the axis when I heard. I hate that, that he can sing so well, because when I say I, this is my personal thing. Yeah. When I say Zane is like a great singer, I'm not just like saying relative to his peers. I no. think Zane is a genuinely great vocalist. That's the thing. Zane is such a fan. Like he has such raw talent and he knows what to do with his voice. It's not like some people have really good talent, but they do too much and they're not like, okay. I dog on Tiffany from Girls' Generation a lot. But, you know, she has, like, a really good vocal tone. And she, like, if she put the work in, she can she can do a lot more with her voice. But she's just out here trying to be the loudest person on the mic. <laughs> and that's her problem. But Zayn was never like that. Zayn, like, always no. knew what to do with his voice. And I understand that he hated the One Direction, you know, teeny bop, whatever music that they were dropping. I understand it completely. But, you know, Zayn, it sounded good. You sounded good. And, like, for the most part, his solo stuff, like, yeah, he has had a couple of hits, but he hasn't any, it's not really consistent hits, you know? And the thing is, like, as I mentioned before, he just mumbles in most of these songs. And it really upsets me because I'm like, Zane, you could do more than that. You can do. You can do more than this. (laughs) More than this. Do more than this. One Direction can love you more than this. Yeah, he can do, like... Harry gonna bust out the yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well, Liam, Liam tried to do some of Zayn's notes when Zayn was gone. Mm. And you know what? Liam's not a bad singer. I just think Zayn is the best singer in One Direction. Zayn is like Harry's male vocalist, period, like of this decade, like, just in general. And that's why, like, when the pregnancy news dropped, I was like, "Oh crap! This man's never gonna make music again." Like, or he's just gonna be like featuring on tracks. Um, Cause I know he's also had some problems with his, his record label, like selling his vocals, like, what? yeah, selling. So he recorded a whole bunch of stuff and his record label was just like selling it to other people, like other artists. So he was what? like, I think, I think that's how he found out or like how his fans found out when he was featured on some track and he's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they had like, they were trending like freezing or like something about Zane um, and his unfair treatment. And he came online. He was like, thank you for your support guys. And I was like, I don't even know what's going on. I was like, Zane, drop some music. That's that was my only thought. Okay? <laughs> Him and 
just could juggle, okay? I didn't know that. That's kind of crazy, though. I mean, honestly, ingenious by the record label, because think about Zayn. If you're a record label, you don't want to have Zayn on your label. You no. don't. He's, he's not good at the whole celebrity aspect of being a celebrity. So no, he doesn't tour and touring is where the money is too. Right. So, yeah. um, and he doesn't really do promotions. Cause even when he dropped, um, that song with, uh, Dolma G was in the music video, his biggest hit, I think. Mind of mine. I mean, the, uh, what's the song called? Bad Pillow Talk? <laughs> Pillow Talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was called. That's, that's, okay, I was yeah, his biggest hit. Yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, um, but you know, I actually said it like I wasn't sure because he did have that song with um Sia that did really well as well too. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I stopped listening to like regular people music in like 2016. Oh, 2017 the zone song drops. That's probably why. That's <laughs> <laughs> still done with Sia, and that was like a really big song as well too. Um, but. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just feel like he was on the trampoline remix, which I actually really liked recently. Uh, but he's, I'm just like, I just want hits. That is all I want from you. I actually don't care if Zayn never tours or never promotes his music. I just want him to drop some consistent music where I can actually hear the lyrics. I want some pop hits alongside with some R&B hits. You know, like, Zane, you can't be a Zane fan. You're setting yourself up for failure. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? That's a thing. So, um, and also Jessica Jung, she needs to drop some music, like, ASAP. I understand, girl, you know, you got a book coming out. You were name-dropped in Parasite. You are... She was? Yeah, she, like, one of the characters used, didn't, I don't know if it was, like, a moniker or whatever, Jessica Jung for her, right? Um, and... Uh, I thought her name was just Jessica, though. Ah, uh, but Jessica she's from Chicago. <laughs> that's, what, Chicago? No. that's literally what she's like. That Jessica, da da da, Chicago. Like that's what they were doing. Oh, you didn't uh, watch the movie, so that's. I didn't okay. watch the movie. That's what I heard. Okay, I didn't watch the movie. Um, but I saw it in a lot of articles about her, so I was like, oh, that's great for her. No one else from Girls Generation was an Oscar award winning movie, so you know. You take what you can, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she's a Revlon girl now. You know, she's oh. restarting her business. It seems uh, she's on TikTok a lot. She's doing Jessica Lynn on YouTube. But you know, girl, what I want, I want some music. I want some hits. I want you to record. Okay, so please tell Tyler you need to get into that booth. Who's Tyler? I- Tyler Kwan is her boyfriend who owns her record label. So basically when she got kicked out and then she left SME, he was like, oh, here you go. And because he's rich too. And so girls, Jessica <laughs> secured the bag. <laughs> oh, Jessica makes money. Like all like she like I, I mean, is he a chibble? Uh I don't think so. I think he's more self-made, you know. Oh. Yeah. Um Tyler Kwan, money. So oh. <laughs> okay. Cut that out the episode. I don't need people having their thoughts. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, look, I just want you to record some music. Just like I want Zane to record some music. Get in the booth, do what you need to do, go home and do whatever the hell else you want to do. I don't care. I just want some hits. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've I've been feeling very passionate about those two things this week, as you can tell. Yeah. All right. Ash. Ash. Well, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of her, 
but her name is Jojo. You guys remember Jojo? Oh, girl, what you mean? Uh, I mean say I didn't hear it. Here, jo- of course oh, I know Jojo. I mean, she's kind of been in and out of the music scene in the past several years. Like, she's just now... Like making a comeback, and she just dropped her out new album. Jojo was my girl before any of these people even knew who she was. Like I, honestly, I was her first fan. So yeah, I know Jojo. Anyway, she just dropped her album. Dang, Ash, <laughs> Ash hit me with that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> she just dropped her album. It's really good. She's got this new single out that is so good she's just she's just really like making moves out here after being screwed over by her label for so long and i'm glad to see it so yeah everybody check out the album and i've been listening to a mix of k-pop stuff um mostly 2008 2009 kind of Listen to a couple of um, Brown Eyed Girls albums. I think the one that they had the Six Cents on that was a really good album. And then what's the one that they had the song? The one like called Warm Hole or something. I don't know them, so I don't know. Wait, what was the song called? <laughs> Warm Hole. Oh, Basic. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one. That album was good. I was. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much been it for me. Um, but yeah, go check out Jojo. Um, I really liked her last, did you listen to her last mixtape, Mad Love? I've, I did listen to it a while ago. I can't remember a lot of these songs from it though. Okay. Cause she had a really good song with, um, Alicia Cara called I Can Only. And they did like a fantastic cover of that, like in a bathroom of all places. But because of the acoustics, it sounds fantastic. Ooh, I have to go yeah. back and listen to bathroom that. Bathroom acoustics are usually really bad, though. Well, it this one was good. So <laughs> I'm just, this one was really good. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go on to our news. Um, I would like to say. Oh, wait, before our news, is there any um, comments on any upcoming comebacks? We've got Taeyeon, Astro, IU featuring Suga, Newest, TXT, and NCT127 all coming back. Um, I'm personally really excited for NCT127. Um, of course, I like Newest, so I'm interested to hear. Well, I like what I've heard from Newest a couple times, so I'm interested to hear what they have. Um, and then TXT. Everybody's hyping up this IU Sugar song, but I know it's going to be boring. So, I mean, <laughs> not too excited about that. But um, I am interested to see what TXT has to offer because I did like um, some. I like Magic Island. I didn't like any of the other songs on that album, but I did like Magic Island. So, you guys. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm only going to check out Astro for sure. Uh, and Taeyeon and IU featuring Sugar Cause that's going to be really interesting. Uh, you know what? I, feel okay. like, uh, I feel like newest, like I'll, and well, not 
not text, but um, NCT One Seventy Seven. I'll definitely listen to the, the um, title track. I don't know if I'm gonna listen to the actual albums, but I'll try to listen to those. Uh, in terms of text, I generally don't, but I feel like I might actually give this a, a listen because I did like that one song, Magic Island, that I'd heard clips of in that long ass music video that they did. And so I wouldn't mind giving them a chance to see what they have. I assume that Big Hit's probably trying to throw some money into them because they're going to be their main moneymaker soon. So maybe the music will. Big Hit is allegedly valued at $4.5 billion, which is more than SMJYP and pretty much all the other companies combined. Do you guys believe that? Yeah, I can believe that. (laughs) Do you know how much $4.5 billion is? That's like more than some companies. Well, you know, like companies that don't do music. Yeah, no, that's 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 like saying BTS by themselves almost basically because text is not really adding to that. That's like saying BTS by themselves is worth four point five billion dollars. I just don't know how much I believe that. Um, I don't know. Like they make so much money from their tours and stuff, and their album sales are bananas. So I can definitely see it. I mean, I don't really pay that much attention to like the numbers that they're generating, but I assume that they're astronomical because they can get their fans to do anything. So the power alone in that tells me that you could probably, you probably are making a lot of money. And it's like SME artists. Yeah. They make a lot of money in like Japan and touring. Okay. Okay, hold on. I just want to yeah. give you some perspective before you continue with that. Sure. Um, I'm reading this very, very sketchy looking article. For oh, it's sketchy article. That's where you got it from. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not about BTS. This is giving you some perspective about okay. the big hit thing. From this article, it's saying it, the question is, Sony is technically the biggest music company in the world, but it's a bit of a stretch. According to this um, article, um sony's um annual and this is from 2018 um their annual revenue was uh sorry um okay hold on hold on hold on sony music operation turned over 6.9 billion in the year while universal music group turned over 6.4 billion um, that looks like in one year. Okay, maybe that's not a fair comparison. <laughs> that's a lot of money in one year compared to like your total value. Um, but it, but just to give you some perspective, right? If Sony, the biggest company in the world, the biggest music you know recording label in the world, is only worth you know a certain amount of couple billion or whatever, how in the world can you justify it to say that Big Hit is worth almost as much as Sony? Like, that would be kind of ridiculous to me. Um, let's see. Mm-mm. I don't see the facts, though. I need to see the facts. I think Sony's worth way more than $6 billion. I think that's just their revenue. But I'm just yeah, saying. I think, I think what you're mentioning is the revenue because even, let's see. So I'm seeing an article from... That yeah, I'm mentioning the revenue, but I yeah. but but to say that Big Hit is worth 4.5 billion is like saying that Big Hit made three billion last year. Yeah, like 3.5 billion because the last time I saw their valuation, they were only worth like in terms of U.S. dollars, they were only worth like a couple hundred million, if that. Uh, so in- that would like be saying saying they made over three billion dollars last year. Yeah, I was about to say, okay, so in June of last year, uh, according to, what am I on, Billboard, they were just reporting 
that they were over one billion. Um, oh, big hit. Yeah, big hit. And that is in comparison to uh, so let's see. SM at the time of this article was valued at one point three billion. Okay. JYP was at seven hundred eighty-eight million, and YG was at four hundred ninety-two. So they would be like around. It said they'd be higher. So I guess it's like one point higher than one point three. I guess billion. Oh, because they said they're they're valued out in between one point two eight uh, trillion one, which is one point oh eight yeah. billion, mm-hmm. or two point oh seven billion. So that's why that would put them over. But I was reading. So they made over $2 billion in one year. I don't know. You mean to tell me that they're making Sony money, universal money? Like nobody's making universal money in the music industry. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if I believe that number that there were 5.5 billion right now. Because that would mean in the past six months they made like. Yeah. Because you said one point. You said they were probably worth. You said that article said around one point three billion. That means in six months they made four billion dollars. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't believe that. Like yeah. <laughs> BTS would not even be caring about what Big Kid has to say if they were worth five point well, five billion dollars. It depends. Who knows how, how much of that they're actually making, right? No, so what, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, what I'm saying is, if they're bringing in that much value to the company, yeah, no matter how much it ends up in their pockets, if they're bringing that much value to the company, they have more say than any group in the world. I mean, I don't. There's uh, there's no single artist that's generating four billion dollars for a company. Yeah, that's Taylor easy. Swift can't do that. Adele has not done that. Beyonce yeah. can't do that. Like, BTS is not doing that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. Um, that's Sorry, crazy. I just had to say that allegedly. You know, I had to. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know how much companies like when we when you first brought it up. I honestly didn't know how much companies made. So like, you could have told me that Big Hit was racking in ten billion dollars. I'd be like, okay, sure. Honestly, I, mean, I, I believe that you would do that because <laughs> you did not even question it when I. I you were like, I believe it. I was like, mm, what? <laughs> well, as I said. The big hit and uh, BTS can make their fans do anything. Sell blood, sell body parts. I'm sure that they, like, if it's reasonable to believe, personally, that they could be worth this much millions or trillions of dollars. Because I feel like, as I said, they can make their fans do anything and spend anything. So Sometimes I feel like we talk in these big numbers so much, like, yeah. in, in capitalistic western society that we lose perspective it doesn't matter on how much it really is like when we say that donald trump had a small loan of a million dollars (laughs) like that is still like a lot of money to be loaned somebody if somebody loaned me a million dollars i don't know if i could even pay it back like you know what i mean well i mean when we're talking about that too i mean it's like a million dollars like how do you stretch that it's like what it's a million dollars. Like, it's <laughs> still a lot of money. Like, holy shit. Um, but- All right. I would like to congratulate Chen from XO. Ooh. He recently became a dad. Finally, his partner gave birth to a baby girl in the early hours of Wednesday morning. And... I saw a lot of congratulations on social media, but I don't know. I mean, I did hear about some of the ridiculousness going on with certain 
segments of the EXO fandom, so I don't know how other EXO fans, like, reacted. But, I mean, thankfully, you know, he he seems to be getting a lot of love, as he should be, at the birth of his daughter. What do you Happy guys birthday, think? Happy birthday, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I think babies are a blessing. Um, also, there have you guys noticed there's, like, a lot of... Um, baby crime these days or baby hatred and like people just hate babies and i'm like babies are just chilling y'all are weird um i actually have like a deep like psychological idea about why i think people are like that about babies but um babies are great so happy birthday little baby or i guess your birthday was a couple days ago and you probably can't understand this either well no you definitely can't understand it's your baby but (laughs) nonetheless happy birthday um i have nothing for chin uh i still don't like chin i hope his baby's healthy um that's all i have to say like uh stop leave babies alone stop bullying babies because you're a creep like who hates kids for some reason yeah um all i have to say about chen is call him daddy and that's it congratulations to chen and his partner and they're blessing and I hope they have a very, I hope the birth itself was not as painful. <laughs> I mean, I know for me, I would like to be drugged up, but some people want to go all natural and stuff. And, you know, however she chose to do it, I hope that it was not that terrible of an experience. Yeah, are you going to listen to the weekend when you give birth? You know, I might. I might. Okay. Yeah. Enough. I feel it coming is like the perfect I'm gonna give birth song. (laughs) (laughs) Or I can't feel my face. You know, like I feel like these are perfect (laughs) wicked games. Uh you know uh, the idea you have a baby the wicked games. The the idea of actually giving birth is kind of disgusting to me, but uh, a lot of women seem to subscribe to it and they seem to enjoy it. To some extent, and I, I, I don't think it's disgusting. I, but I, I do think that it represents a, a level of pain that I would not currently be able to tolerate. So listen, I watch. I remember in high school they showed us this video called "Miracle of Life," and it shows you know from conception and everything that happens until the woman gives birth, and it was a very graphic birth. And I think that turned me off of childbirth for a very, 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 very long time. You didn't from learn this until high school. Well, no, you knew about it, but like, oh. we I like they weren't showing us videos, you know, uh. on, yeah, into like grade nine biology, you know. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I was watching it, like, oh, oh, no, <laughs> like there were like levels to this, okay? Like, I did not like, I did not want it, you know, it made me very uncomfortable. Um, and also just, Seeing a lot of pregnant women and how over life they seem to be also, you know, makes me not very interested in it. <laughs> Nat wants to see the end of the human race. Okay, well, that was that was a good talk about Jin's baby. What did yeah. you have about Tash? Um, no, I mean, I just, you know, gave him my congratulations and I'm glad it seems like the fandom mostly behaved for his, you know, baby's birth. So hopefully he can still continue to perform with EXO and 
I mean, there's no reason why you can't do Call Me Baby or whatever songs they have. I mean, the Bastard Boys, the Bastard Boys, they have whole families now and they still do all their old songs and people still pay to go see them. So it's, you know, Pretty it's good. a moot, moot point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if like Usher stopped making music after he had kids? Like, what are you even talking Usher about? Usher has kids. Usher has like two sons. <laughs> that is nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I knew that, but at the same time, it's I didn't know that. He's really private though. All right. Well, if you don't remember, Vix's Hongbin did a live broadcast on his personal Twitch channel on February 29th where he got a little drunk and he decided he would make some comments about some K-pop songs like uh, Shiny's Everybody and Red Velvet's Red Flavor and Exo's Wolf and Infinite's Be Mine. And he said things like about Infinite's uh, choreography. He said, if it were me, I would have hit the choreographer. And about Shiny, he said, who combines this kind of idol music with band music? So lousy. So as a result, um, he and his company, Jellyfish, both apologized um, sent out apologies for his behavior. And recently, Jellyfish made an additional post on Vix's official fan cafe to update fans on Hongbin's feature activities and to also announce legal action against those posting malicious comments. Um, Jellyfish essentially have said that they are discontinuing the Twitch streams for the time being and that he they are also putting on hold his activities as a celebrity and also looking into filing lawsuits against um, people who are uh, making malicious comments toward Vix and spreading false information, defaming them, that sort of thing. So it looks like Hong Bin's in reflection mode and he is paying his due price for making those comments. Um, me personally thought it was kind of funny because, you know, like they say, alcohol sometimes brings out the truth in people. But regardless, you know, I'm sure he regrets, you know, probably getting drunk on live stream and saying those things. But at least he's not getting any kind of strict, like, reprim- like reprimanding or anything like that. What do you guys think? Well, now let's just take this moment to recognize how irrelevant Vicks are to the point where we didn't talk about this when it first came out. I didn't even know it happened um, until literally today. Um. So, yeah, uh, I don't like Vix's music. <laughs> I don't like Vix's members. We have an annual uh, Ravi track that comes out that <laughs> I'm not exactly sure that I uh, take part in listening to fondly. Um, so I don't have good thoughts about Vix members. I, and and this kind of adds to that. I know some people might think this is funny, and it, it I guess it could be funny. I don't know, but I thought that it was kind of tacky. Um, and not because he was like saying those things. I thought it was tacky because Vix's music is not good. <laughs> so if if you're gonna like roast somebody for 
something music related or choreography related, you need to make sure your stuff is on point too. Um, I don't, or, you know, if you are, or you need to be a critic, you know what I mean? And if you're not a critic and you are roasting somebody, like, it just seems like, I don't, especially somebody, some like people who have to me objectively, well, not to me objectively, because that doesn't make sense. Um, but to people who have like objectively better careers, it just seems a little salty to me. So, um, I don't know. Like, I just, I felt like the comments he made, I read the comments he made about those different idol groups. I, and you guys know that my main concern here is that he was trying to row shiny, which is not what you want to do. If you're Vix, like, what are you, I'm sorry. Like what is Vix bringing to the K-pop industry that no other boy group has already like done? Like people call them the concept Kings, but like, are they really, it's 2020. Nobody's thinking about Vix right now. So I don't know. I just felt like it was, I, I don't know. I feel like, like you said, um, junk words are sober thoughts. Right. So he clearly feels that way about those other um, artists music. And I just think like you need to be better yourself. Like you need to worry about what Vix is doing and stop worrying about shiny and infinite. And a lot of these like second gen groups and a lot of these groups that are like, um, you know, not even active, you know, that just seems really strange to me. Yeah. So in Korea, being drunk is actually a defense against your behavior because when you're drunk, you're not thinking clearly. Uh, so I guess that could be used in this situation if you wanted. Um, but I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I actually have heard about this, this whole thing that happened. And I guess I just, I still don't care. I don't really, I didn't really get into Vix. And it's kind of interesting that he's on here ragging about groups that were all bigger than his group was. Like, Vix was popular, but, like, The Chaser by Infinite was literally chosen as the top K-pop song of the 2010s. Like, dude, was there even a Vix song on that list? I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, talking about <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> talking about Red Velvet. Talking about uh, EXO. It's like crying from outside the club you know like <laughs> that's how I know this. and i hope you know i hope he's not getting death threats because you know you know no I, he doesn't deserve that i i like the drama i really do and i like messiness so yeah, you know i was entertained by the idea of him going on like getting drunk and being actually realistic and, and truthful because like so much of k-pop is built on this, these lies so i kind of appreciate that he was trying to do something different you know, he's trying to re remix it, give it a little bit more flavor. He but told the wrong examples. He gave, yeah, he gave it. He he came for groups, especially he, he especially came for groups that he shouldn't come for. And it's not like he was coming with like hot fire takes that people just don't want to admit or talk about. You know, or like he's not doing it in That's a funny, meany way. You know, like like you know how people like to make like really like. It's not like they're making fun of him, but they like to make jokes about Jonghyun and how he's, he's like always like singing really extra. Like people make jokes about that all the time, right? You know, so like if he was making a joke about that, like, yeah, he's a great singer and stuff like that. But also like putting up a meme video of like, I was, what was I watch? I was on Twitter and they had this joke about um, the song against Jonghyun wanted to give to Taemin. And, but like, it was a very like, the way you sang the song 
was like one of those things where you needed to have the vocals to sing that song. And I guess the joke was that like Taman didn't want the song because he was like, he's like, rah, this, I can't sing this song. And that was kind of like the joke. But it was made by shiny fans and it was by people who love these people. So like right. it wasn't like malicious. It was just funny because, you know, like you can imagine like Jovan like giving him the demo and being like, ah, 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 you know, like and just being like himself because that's, you know, Jovan at times. And Taman just looking at him like wide eyed, like, no, don't do this to me. I love you, but I, I just cannot do this. And it was funny. But like. Being on there and talking about orchestra or big, big like band music in pop music, like what are you? It just—it's not even. It's not even funny. It's like, yeah. What are you, what are you trying to say, bro? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, let me refine. Let, I want to refine like my point a little bit, right? Like, okay. What I guess what I was meaning is basically well, kind of like Alana Nizel and that saying like it, it will be different if his jokes hit and if it was about like groups that were obviously like. He was he he could talk like he had room to talk. You know what I mean? You don't have room to talk when you're Vix and you're talking about Shiny and Infinite and Red Velvet and like EXO groups that are like undeniably more impactful than Vix will ever be. You don't have room to talk. You really don't. Now, if this was like one person who I love seeing drunk is Jungkook from BTS. I feel like he's a cute drunk. He's just so funny. I. If he were to get drunk and like make some of these jokes about like EXO and Infinite, that's a little different because uh, his group is actually like doing really well. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It it would hit way different. But when you're like this random from Vix, it just doesn't hit. And then the jokes were not funny enough for me to forgive it. You know what I mean? They didn't they didn't come from a nice place either. They were like malicious. They were like you were hating. That's the you, thing. Yeah, I came across in that sort of mean way and it wasn't from love because I mean we joke about groups that and artists and things that we love all the time I mean we like we know we're joking because we love we clearly love these things right right uh, but some like sometimes it comes like I, I don't know I don't know this guy to know if he actually liked these groups and before he made these comments or what I don't know I don't know anything about like the context to be honest to be like um to know whether or not he meant it maliciously or he was just trying to like I honestly felt he was just trying to do something different and and interesting and maybe try to be a little bit more honest because you know um it is really hard for idols and like celebrities in general to find that balance of like honesty versus what people want from you kind of and I get that so like I mean I'm I don't know this guy but also I I hope that he hadn't really come here to be bitter you know because his group is pretty much done and there's all these groups that are flourishing you know like who are around you know maybe around the same time as him or a little bit longer who are still doing well maybe i i don't know i honestly don't know but it was lame <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like the end result <laughs> right like, it was lame it was whack don't do it again please uh i mean you can't do it again because right look, look what happened i mean you're getting on your own fan cafe people are roasting you so that your company had to put out a statement for people roasting you on your own stuff yeah, so just please. That's a hit. Don't don't do that again. Uh, but yeah. you know, I, I also, don't. but like I have reasons to dislike Vix too, just because of all of the colorism and racism in that group. Like it is nasty. When I like remember when we talked about this, and and you guys like were like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, like Vix is like hardcore with their colorism and racism, and I don't, I I, I have a hard time like empathizing with people like that. 
I don't know anything really about VIX. I never really got into VIX. They were just like, it's funny because I never actually got into Infinite either, but like the Chaser is just such an iconic spot. I was about to like, say, because you was about to, uh, yeah. you were about to hunt me down because I said that it wasn't on my top list. Yeah, but like the Chaser is just like, I guess for my era, especially of, of like when I got into K-pop and things like that, like the Chaser is just such an iconic song that like it, it's it's one of those things where I don't really know Infinite the group. I don't really follow them so much, but I know the Chaser and I like I like I love. But you song. also know yeah. that they're way more successful. At yeah, least I, more. Then, I feel like they're more legendary than Vix. Oh, for sure. I mean, was it didn't SME buy their company like literally because they were doing so well? So, uh, yeah, they were. I mean, who's Vix? Vix is on what Jellyfish. Starfish. Star, star, what was it, Ash? Jellyfish. <laughs> jellyfish? Jellyfish? Oh, okay, Jellyfish. Which is what, Google, Google Dan's record label, I think, or something I like mean, that? I mean, that's better than what I said, because I said Starfish. That's probably ain't even real. <laughs> well, there's Stardom, and there is Star something. There's the one Monster X is under, right? Isn't that Starfish? No, that's Stardom. Oh, no. No, that's um shoot. Starship. That's star- starship. starship. Yeah, Sister's old company. So there's Starship and Stardom as well, too. Yeah. So Google Dan is on that. And I guess that's really all that they have going on right now. <laughs> Facts, because Vix ain't doing nothing. So <laughs> okay, let me stop roasting Vix. <laughs> I really dislike Vix. I just nothing about them is redeemable. Like I would get it if they had something to offer me. Like at least with XO, right? XO's absolute garbage. And, and they have well, let me let me let me rephrase that. Uh for the XOs come after me. Yeah. <laughs> cough cough net. Um XO like the things that they have said and done in the past are absolute garbage for a lot of the members, but I, you cannot deny that they can sing and they have bops. Like, you know what I mean? That I think that's undeniable about them. I'll never take away their talent. Um, that's the thing though. They actually have things that people like, like talent. So listen, I'm no other group, it. no other group can drop tumble. And that's on that. So let's continue. What's next, Ash? Blackpink and oh. Lady Gaga <laughs> are going to be doing a song together. Um, it was revealed by Target's website, actually, um, that revealed Lady Gaga's um, new track list for her new album. And People found out through that that she's going to have a song called Sour Candy that will feature the group. And it was originally supposed to release, the album was, on April 10th, but that got delayed due to the COVID-19. So now I don't know if there's a new date for it or if it's just one of those albums that's been pushed back and there's no definite date for it I do not know but obviously Blinks were very happy about this I don't know if I mean with Lady Gaga I guess there's something to say if she actually like releases that song as a single if not then I don't know if it's gonna really make much of a difference for Blackpink, unless they get, you know, she invites them to perform with her, which, I mean, I could see her maybe doing something like that. Um, she did have um, 
crayon pop. She did have crayon pop go on tour with her. So perhaps Blackpink could get a similar opportunity. Hmm. Okay, well, uh, I will say, I don't know how YG does it. <laughs> um, it is very strange to me that like YG artists always end up like doing much better than what they should be. All things considered, um, they always end up in really advantageous situations and it's just really strange. Um, that being said, I am not looking forward to this. I don't really care about it. Um, I think, I don't know how much it will help Blackpink's career. Honestly, I kind of like, a lot of recent events have kind of made me a little bit mm, like, eh, about Blackpink. I already was anyway, but like it made it even more exacerbated, um, exacerbated in my opinion. Um, so I don't think that this track will somehow be a magical song. I, I mean, to be honest, I can't tell you the last time I really like, really, really liked the Lady Gaga song. So like, I don't know. I, I, I'm very skeptical about it. It's not something that I'm looking forward to necessarily. Um, I don't know, again, like I said, I don't know how much it'll help Blackpink in whatever they're trying to do with their careers, because honestly, I'm not exactly sure what Blackpink is. I don't know if they are uh, a singing group. I don't know if they're just like models who happen to sing. Like, there's a lot to it. So, yeah. Nat, what do you think? Um, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm talking about two groups or two two types of artists that, that I haven't had good music from in a very long time. So I'm kind of just like, mm, okay. I haven't liked a Gaga song since like Mary the Night, and I haven't had a liked a Blackpink song since 4D. It's great, I guess. Good for them. Hopefully, it's a good song. If it's not, it's not. But we were supposed to have an album by now, I think, and it's not here. So I actually don't care. <laughs> I'm like, at this point, I'm just like, I don't know what's going on with YGE. I feel like the actual building is on fire inside, but they're, they're not making it aware to people on the outside. And so I don't know. I, I just, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, you know, what, the girls are doing i mean it seems like jenny's on lives talking about how she watched she's watched everything on netflix um because she's bored and so and i don't know it's just like it, there's not much to say that hasn't been said before by blinks or by like just people who are generic fans or general fans and just by people in the industry blackpink should have more material they should have more than 13 songs especially since they've done world tours i mean they should be they should have actual music. They should no have question. Album. Real question. Have you ever been to a Blackpink concert? Why would I pay? No, I'm just dollars. asking because I'm trying to, I want to yeah. know from people who've been to Blackpink concerts, what do they do for like the other two hours? Because K-pop concerts are like three hours. So oh, what do they do for the rest of the time? I have watched their concerts online. Um, do they do covers? Like, so basically what they do is they do pretty much all the songs that they have. And then like for for the encore they usually do um like the same the same like, songs <laughs> like a two-hour like, vcr but like but 
No, and then they do solos. Like they each have like a solo track as well. So I don't okay, think so like, is yeah. it 13 songs or 17 songs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's 17 plus the encore is like they usually read like whatever two songs they've already performed, they do it again, but they're not performing it. They're like walking around with a mic, kind of like freestyling, I guess, or whatever. So that's actually what like, are you what saying happens. to me now? <laughs> <laughs> what is what does that mean? <laughs> so like if they've already done stay or they've already done like some other song, they'll do it again at the end of the show. And they'll just be like, but they'll be like, you know, sitting down and they'll be doing it's it's like less of a performance, you know, like when they do certain songs they have dance routines and stuff like that so inter- yeah. instead of doing that they'll just like walk around and h- say hi to people and like i guess it's more like a, a free thing i don't know um but my friend nikki went to see blackpink and she's like never again she's like i did it <laughs> she did it because she is like more of a jenny friend but uh she's like honestly like from what she was telling me like most of the girls you couldn't even hear them um, over the bat track. Um, well, and yeah. yeah, and like it, it just wasn't really worth it. Uh, Honestly, but- I feel like the thing about Blackpink is that even when they are so called performing, they're not even performing anyway. So, like, why do they need a second performance of them just also not performing, but like even less? <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't get it. Like, I'm, I, I was actually really curious because they had launched their tour, and I'm like, okay, let me see what they have like what they perform when they're online like like um through fan cams and stuff like that and so and they actually did drop like the official because they have like tour dvds right so they dropped those so it's like you know hd you know concert. hd like, watching them like, <laughs> sit there and do nothing okay so i was like okay so this this is it i was like listen and and because the tickets were so expensive on top of that i was like mm-mm I I'm good. I, I'll 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 hear about how you guys had a good time or didn't. I don't know, but it, it has nothing to do with me. Uh, but yeah, as I said before, like um, good for them. You know, I'm sure it'll do well because this this is music. oh it'll definitely do well. For some so, reason, Blackpink does really well. Yeah. Like I don't get it, but you know, someone does. Yeah. So uh, I mean, good for them. You know, YGE, regardless of what's going on, they still have the connections to put the girls on on like these sort of platforms and their guys as well too. So good for them. Do you guys think it's the the Illuminati? Be real. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I think uh, maybe it's other things that YG does that gets them in connect connected with these like top tier people. Yeah. Remember, like they're involved in like a lot of stuff that a lot of other high-powered like people are probably also involved in. So I wouldn't be surprised if it overlapped in some. Oh way. wait, are you talking about like criminally or like just in general? Like also criminally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay, just making sure I'm we're just saying. Like, way. I feel like those areas probably overlap somewhat. Okay, I feel that. That makes sense. And other black pink news. Yay! There was a really bad fan outburst over the weekend, uh, particularly with Lisa fans. Well, it all started on the forum called Lipstick Alley. And the one of the members of that forum made a thread where they posted about the choreographer C. Nichols having 
a choreography video that she released. And Lisa, having a choreography video that she released on the 20th of April that was somewhat similar to it. The member posted this. She said she, C. Nichols, wanted the choreographer and Lisa to give her credit, but instead she got silence, racism, and hate. Even the dislike ratio on her video, which the comments are now turned off for, is higher than her likes. A simple shout out from the paraphraser or Lisa could have solved this. Now, because of this simple post or the simple thread, Lisa fans like completely went crazy. They went on a <laughs> laser guided campaign to try and get the threat shut down, which they did not succeed in. But what they did do was they bombed this choreographer with racist, hateful rhetoric, and they wrote some really, really hateful things about her, um, particularly when compared to beautiful, perfect Lisa. Lisa's choreographer for the video, who was Cheshire, who took credit as for the choreography and the direction, eventually released an apology. And she said that she apologizes to everyone that has been directly affected to it. She takes responsibility for the situation. But she doesn't really, she didn't really apologize to C. Nichols. Just kind of like, I'm sorry for what, how this was caused. Lisa's fans also wrote to the agency who represented, who represents C. Nichols about Lisa being accused of plagiarism and, and, a, and having an apology to Lisa and her choreographer from C. Nichols. So that was their letter to to her. But it was mostly just, I mean, the bulk of it was the racist stuff that people wrote calling her a Negro, calling her the other N-word, black card, just everything. Hope you get Corona, that sort of stuff. Um, so, I mean, you know, they showed themselves again and wrote a letter, you know, Get, trying to get her to apologize to Lisa, but it seems like kind of exploded and then kind of fizzled out. As far as I know, nothing really has come of it other than Cheshire's letter, but I know that in general, some people on Black Twitter got, I mean, it didn't really make it on mainstream Black Twitter or anything, but I know that there were people that were trying to put likes on the video to kind of counteract the K-pop fans that were putting dislikes on the video. And, you know, it just kind of reinforced the whole K-pop fans are crazy type of mentality because they were acting crazy. So what do you guys do? You, were you guys following this when it was? Hard? I think, I think it would, it would be interesting. I don't know about you guys. Um, I think it'd be interesting to kind of look at the video side by side and see what we think. And then give our opinions. What do you guys think? Yeah, we can do that. Mm, sure. 
Uh, well, that, I mean, now if you don't want to, you could just say that. No, we can do it. It's just <laughs> I've not seen. I have not seen either video. Oh, you so have not. Seen I, I literally video. don't know. Oh, yeah, that's why I was okay. like, mm, okay. I want. I don't want to give like a really uninformed opinion about this because I haven't seen it. I was actually waiting on us to talk about it to watch it. So. Oh really? That's, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's so watch it. Are we gonna watch them in the watch together? Yeah, or? I put a link in the uh, stream yard. Okay. Okay. So when you guys are there, let me know. Um. <clears throat> I don't know about the order we should watch them in because I don't want to be biased either way. But oh, there's like, oh, I thought you had like there's a side by side video as well too that is. Oh, there around, like, is on Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah, like when when the black pink stands thought they were coming for me and my friend before they realized that we were not the two. Um, they really like they had actually put up a video of the side by side and were like, no, it doesn't look the same. It is just like. You know, anybody can dance in heels and it's going to look the same. And I was like, that don't make no, that doesn't make any sense. Like a lot of people dance in heels. They can do very different dance styles in heels. Like that's not even what anybody's saying yeah. here. But anyway. Oh, okay. Wait, uh, I hate it though, because it's a um, Blackpink stand and I don't want to give them views. Uh, but well, what you got to do, what we got to do, I guess. I mean, we have also like retweeted things from all K-pop once or twice. So I know. have, I don't really. Okay, here, let me shut yeah, up. So. Okay, <laughs> and yeah, we'll just be able to give our like full, unfiltered, raw comments on how similar they are. Are they both to the same song? Yeah. Oh, oh that's bold. <laughs> I don't know who you're on, did, but. I don't understand. I will say that Sierra looks better doing, <laughs> doing what she's doing. It's just a lot more pat, like energy to it that I feel like Lisa doesn't have. Lisa's so stiff. She's stiff and awkward. Yeah. I know, it doesn't look. The choreographer, the the Sierra, she's a much better dancer than Lisa. I'm sorry, like it's so obvious in every aspect. Okay, all right, okay. So now that I've seen both, I, I know that you guys, or at least Nat, has seen both. I'm looking for real with you, Chief. I don't really see how they're similar. <laughs> like the the song is the same, and they're both kind of like the sexy kind of dance. But I didn't see a lot of moves that I were I was like in a lot of sequences that I was like, oh, this is lifted. That's just my opinion. Do they have a similar vibe? Kind of, but in a way, the vibe is really different too because I feel like the black dancer, or sorry, I shouldn't call her the black dancer. Sierra is a much better dancer, <laughs> and she just hits it better. Like whatever she's doing, if Lisa did the same equivalent move, Lisa looked a lot worse doing it. That's just my opinion. Blinks. I mean, you gotta own up to facts. The facts is the facts. I only I only talk about facts. So 
but that's just how I feel. I don't know that it's necessarily stolen or like, okay, let me not say that. I don't know that it's necessarily similar. It could be stolen. If, definitely. I just don't know if those two pieces of choreography that I just watched were that similar. So that's just my thoughts on the similarity. What do you guys think about the whole similarity aspect? Um, see, I came from it from a very different perspective. Mostly okay. because I had seen, like, when it dropped, when Lisa dropped that Lily video, uh, she was trending and it was all over Twitter. And so I did watch it and I was just like, oh, this is what people are going crazy about. It looks like... It looks it awkward. Yeah, it looked awkward. It she She was trying to be sexy, but her eyes weren't giving me anything. Her body wasn't really giving me anything outside of awkward and just, like, weirdly, like... Her movements were kind of strange and like she wasn't hitting them and she didn't seem like she believed in them, to be honest. So like, I yes. was like, what? like, this is whack, like was my first thought. And I mean, you can quote me on that because I'm pretty sure I put that on Twitter too. So, you know, like my opinion on it was before even any of this controversy sort of like came up, it was kind of just like, wow, this is what people are going crazy about. You know, this is what has six or three million views or whatever in one day i'm like i just you know barest minimum it's kind of what okay. I did. and so i was just like okay sure whatever but you know what i can definitely yeah. see like those black youtube reactors like those black guy youtube reactors who react to k-pop for clout i can definitely see them hyping her up as if oh, absolutely like, it's the greatest yeah. thing absolutely like she, i mean she's emphasized she's doing a lot of like sexy movements so i mean like people will hype it up regardless because it's like oh she's in k-pop and she's doing sexy things like you know it, it is what it is that's how k-pop fans tend to be anyway so you know i get it uh and then i didn't hear about it until after the girl had already been bullied and like locked off her account and stuff like that and like i did see that link to lipstick alley where like you know like honestly that that whole place is very triggering like i was in the like in the comments like reading people's like tweets and shit and i was like everybody here is racist we're just angry like what the fuck like this is why i don't go to stay out because it's like <laughs> this is not for me um you know like i i just i did not like it to be honest and so it i don't know it's just like the same bullshit pretty much like you lift things from black culture and basically, you know, all these non-black people come up and be, and they're all like, oh yeah, you know, we, we took it, but we're not ghetto like you guys. We refined it and it always just looks better when we do it. And so you have these racist fans, you know, who come and act like one, what Lisa did was great when it wasn't. And two, like, yeah, I don't think it's exactly the same. I feel like some of the moves did look very similar, like on the floor and things like that, and like how Lisa did it. But I felt that Lisa's Lisa had a like a bit more of a faster time, and I think that she had a little bit more stuff that she did on like on her feet. So like, yeah, it wasn't like a, an exact video. But you know what? Also, fuck people who bully black women for you know speaking their truth. So at the end of the day, I know I just kind of. And just the thing like, is, is yeah. that the choreography her. Choreographer herself didn't even say anything. It was just the girl, Elipsic Alley, that like made the post. Yeah, and people like. Is that so? I thought the I thought the um, choreographer actually did allege that um, Lisa stole it, though. That's what I had remember hearing Hmm. and reading and all sorts of things. Okay, well maybe she did. I never read anything that she said said anything about it, but maybe she did. Okay, Hmm. 
I thought that she, she had, she did had a whole apology post yeah. too, where she was yeah. like, I'm sorry for like making this allegation or something like that. I think uh, she did go, I think she did say something about it being like very much influenced by what she did. I don't think she actually said the word stole, but right. She uh, said like, Oh, they yeah. can do the same. Like I'm a, like basically the along the lines of like, they can do the same thing. Black people do, but get the praise or something like that. Which is true. It was very specific to her style. Like I her saying that I do this style or I do this dance. And then I, you know, yet all the views are on Lisa's video. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, she's right. She did it. She did it better. Lisa, then Lisa. The views are on Lisa's video because Lisa's in Blackpink. It's like, yeah, I mean, obviously Lisa has a much like larger fan base. I mean, she's the most followed member of Blackpink from what I recall. So, I mean, yeah, she's going to have more views. She's going to have more attention. That's just the way, unfortunately, this world works. Regardless of like, you know, what the Black talent is, if somebody who is not Black is doing it, they're going to mostly get the attention. And so like, I... It, it's it's unfair, obviously, and it is it isn't right. I think for me, my major focus is like on all the racism and like people. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. Like, yeah. I, I don't. You know, I think my thing was is like I don't want you know people who listen to this blinks or whatever. You can't sit here and say we didn't evaluate it fairly and critically, and that we're just emotional and irrational because black women is that or other. Because I've seen a lot of that happening lately, and yeah. you cannot say that because we did. We gave our honest opinions. Now let's talk about the racism. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I mean? like, is, why are you like bullying black people? Why are you using the n word? Like, like what is the thing about insult? when you disagree with a black person is to be racist it's like most other most other time have you ever noticed that like when somebody disagrees with a white person they'll come up with a 10 point you know uh step about why they disagree right and it has nothing to do with their race but you disagree with the black person the first thing you do is call them the n-word like you gotta you gotta look within yourself and understand what's wrong with you to do something like that and honestly all it does is just really further push the idea that you know anti-blackness especially in the asian community is just you know it's it's a bigger thing than we ever really realized it to be and the fact that like a lot of white fans also bandwagging it and like the whole idea of white supremacy or like asian supremacy in in a lot of these cases is like a real thing it it is kind of like bringing forward like a lot of like anti-asian sentiments not i don't actually say anti Asian because like with everything that's happened with COVID and with like Asian people suddenly discovering racism for the first time it's not that black people are like being anti black people just don't care and I feel like black people are kind I get of it. Out I get it yeah I feel like we like a lot of times like I've like and I mean this is also gonna I guess speak to some of our later topics but like I mean like I've seen a lot of posts about Asian people who are like oh somebody spit on me somebody did this somebody did that and I was just like hmm I mean, it sucks, right? And I just like, I just, I can't find it in me <laughs> to care. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, you know, like I don't feel great about it, but also like I just don't have the energy to deal with my things and then to deal with your things because you don't like reciprocate that, you know? Like, and it's not obviously not all Asians and not all black people because I mean, like, obviously, like there's, you know, a lot of Asian people who are really very deep in the whole solidarity thing and like speaking up against you know anti-blackness in their communities and things like that and just don't fuck with that right but from what i'm seeing especially from what i'm seeing online yes 
online people who you find online are usually the dredges of society. Like they're the underbelly. These are people who say things online they would never say to you in like to your face. So, I mean, I get that as well too. But once again, even if this thing, this, this, the choreographer, like even if she said like she stole it and she was wrong, why is your default to call her the N word color like all sorts of like really incredibly racist things and then to like make fake accounts and like harass black people on lipstick alley like what is like why would you think that's okay you know or even like like me and my mutuals we were talking about the situation and black pink stands tried to come for us but they quickly realized that we were not the two (laughs) we were not the two and so you know after a lot of going back and forth with these two morons um it was kind of just like at the end of the day like you know you don't have to like you know every single single criticism that comes your the way of your faith like you don't have to like it but you also don't need to bully people and be racist assholes you know and i feel like with k-pop that's always the case it doesn't matter who you're talking about it doesn't matter what their fans want to say like every single non-black fan in the k-pop world well not every single but the majority of non-black fans in the k-pop world are racist and whenever a black person says something they don't like they show that racism and i for one i just like i'm tired of it i like i just don't have the energy to fight these people who claim that you know we're not being racist we're just protecting our ani or opa you know um we like the blacks but also, you know, the racism in Korea and the racism, you know, perpetuated by these idols and by like, you know, other Asian people that they idolize. It's nothing because it's 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 because the media has has, you know, portrayed black people in a certain way that, you know, people sort of see it and they kind of believe it. And that's why they treat black people in these certain ways. And I'm just like, no, that's not why, you. though. Like, fuck you, fuck your families. Like, I just don't, I don't care anymore. I just like, I am so tired of anti-blackness. I am just so tired of it to the point where like, I just, I don't have, like, I'm a really empathetic person. Like I am, like I'm cancer, like emotions are my thing. And I do like, I I can generally see you know where somebody's coming from even when they're doing something that i don't agree with i generally can do that like but in a lot of these cases i just don't care i don't so you know if you in one breath want to talk about like oh you're an n-word you're doing this lisa's the best blah 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 and then another breath you want to talk about how like oh you know they don't want to play us on the radio because you know racism. Oh, we, yeah, oh my god! I just, like like you know, what? Like I just like for me, I'm just like you oh know what? God. Just just fall off a cliff, please. Like I do. We just don't need you taking up all the air that we have here. You know, like we just don't need you around anymore. So that's my opinion on this Lisa situation. The videos are not exactly the same. Correct. And, and and I feel like people. That's the thing. Like yeah. people before, like you. It's like before you can even say how you feel about it or say the reality of the situation i don't know like like you said the racist attacks and all the racism racism that was happening towards black people who were sticking up for sierra or black people who had opinions on it i just was i don't know like it's sickening and honestly blinks i have nothing for y'all um honestly 
you know, everybody says, well, you, all fandoms are bad. and da, da, da. No, there's levels. I do think that there oh, are there fandoms are that are worse. <laughs> there like, are I mean, levels. Black armies had to, like, literally, like, continually up, like, uplift themselves on the internet. Yeah, and, and, and I want to make it clear, too. <laughs> And I want to make it clear for, you know, other fandoms, especially like ARMY, like I know we just mentioned ARMY, but this is not an ARMY problem. This is a, like a oh, Blink problem. We're talking about Blinks. You know what I mean? We're like, talking about Blinks, yes. I, w- I want Blinks to know that we are targeting you, okay? Like oh, we're very specific right now. You know, don't, and just because, you know, a lot of, that's one thing too that like I saw, I've been seeing Blinks do it, but, but armies, okay, yeah, we know, but armies, Blinks, we're talking about y'all. Y'all are trash. The yeah, you guys fuck up. Like, just say you fucked up. Apologize to the old girl. Apologize you to black. Say that you're a trash human being, and just apologize, like, and don't fuck again. Like, yeah, like we don't need it. Like, you must be all sorts of crazy. Like, if you think that I'm gonna pick K-pop or a K-pop artist over being over black. a black woman, like, period. Like, any day, like, I'm not on. doing like, it. Like, you need you need to relax, okay? Like, you need to go. Out- yeah, you actually, you know what? You do need to go outside because, period. like being being inside here maybe this quarantine thing is getting to your head and you just it just makes you all sorts of stupid or maybe you're just like the racist feelings that you have inside are just sort of like being all perpetuated now that you have a reason to do so but like at the end of the day fuck you every single day of the week like this is one thing i want to make really really clear for you know people who are you know you know, I know people have issues with black K-pop stands. I know people always say things like, how can you be black and be a K-pop stand or be a, or even like K-pop, you know, things like that. I totally 100% understand that. And I will never feel like those people are invalid ever. I will never be that person that's like caping for, you know, liking K-pop over my race. I will never do that. Do I like some K-pop? Yes. I wouldn't, you know, talk about K-pop if I didn't like it at the same time. Um, I'm black before I'm anything else. Like I'm black. I'm a black woman before I am interested in K-pop. Like that's very secondary. That you, That's not a part of my identity. And I feel like that a lot of these fans out here who were harassing this woman, K-pop is their identity. When you don't, when you, when in real life, when nobody likes you, when you don't have any friends, when you don't have an identity of your own, you attach yourself to people you don't know. You attach yourself to these celebrities and you cape. And I feel like that's what this is. I just don't see it for them. I don't have time for y'all. I don't, I'm no amount of calling me the N word or calling any black woman, the N word, no amount of doing that is going to make me like Lisa more. It's no amount of that is going to make her dancing less stiff. No amount of that is going to make her more talented. She's it's always going to be what she is. It's not going to give Blackpink more songs. Like, that, <laughs> I mean, it's not going to make anybody respect them. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, I feel like they do this out of first and foremost racism, but also retaliation because they feel personally affronted. Yeah. No amount of trying to hurt my feelings is going to make you feel better about the fact that people don't like Lisa, yeah. or people feel like Lisa is a thief or her choreographer, or anybody associated with her. Like, no I, amount of this is going to change anything. Like, why would you think that harassing, you know, this woman, and, bu- like, being, like, cyberbullying her and doxing her, and also, like, being straight-up racist assholes is going to make any of us think, oh, my God, you guys were right. You were absolutely right. Lisa is the best. Like, what, where's the, where's the connection here? Where's the logic? <laughs> like, it's just gonna make people dislike you, you the fan base, and maybe even Lisa even more. 
And I mean, at this point, like, YG really, really doesn't need people to hate them more than they already do. And honestly, I, I do like that's a really good point about like making people dislike you and maybe even Lisa, because I know a lot of times this is a huge talking point with a lot of the fan bases that are toxic and have a lot of toxic people involved is, you know, you can't dislike the artist because of the fans. You oh, totally 100% can. I you believe that that is the fact. And I'm not dislike the artist as a person, but dislike the environment around the artist. Like I 100% and also too in this particular case, I do feel like you, it can cause you to dislike the artist as a person because they're not speaking out about what their fans did. And they saw like Lisa speaks English. <laughs> like she's, there's no excuse here. She saw what was happening to this woman and didn't say anything. And the choreographer didn't say anything until days later. Yeah, absolutely. So and I so, don't want to hear it about she doesn't understand. She doesn't know. She's, you know, she comes from a different culture. I'm tired of these excuses. Yep. I definitely agree. I just like, I, you know, I'm tired. It is what it is. You know, it's not going to make me think that Lisa looked good when she dances because honestly, no, like, it looked like it doesn't, y'all. It doesn't. And like, I, my the same feelings that I had for her Swala like dance routine during her solo during the concert last year like is the same feelings that I had for this like she needs to work on her 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 personality first of all while she's dancing because nothing came through it was like you know like when they on so you think you can dance when they give them like hip-hop routines and it and like most of them are not hip-hop dancers and it just looks like you know they're counting the number of steps in their head right. like that's what it came across as it wasn't good like i mean i and i well, lisa, lisa, like, lisa is good. my favorite member of blackpink okay i mean i have been very open with that i follow her on instagram you know like i you know generally support the girl but two things i'm not supporting the dancing that she's been doing lately and the braids that she had in the yes video. so you know what she has the charisma of a Dasani bottle cap. Like I don't, I'm, I don't see it for her. I don't for the dancing aspect of it. I don't know her like that. You know, when you speak on like liking her, just kind of her personality, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know her like that to say all of that. Um, but in terms of what I see, she brings to the table musically, which is her job, her literal job, what she's paid to do. I don't, I don't see it. I, I don't. Well, I mean, like, even just to compare her, like, I know everyone's tired with Blackpink versus 21, but Missy as a dancer is, like, 100 years ahead of Lisa as a dancer. And I don't know if it's because uh, with Blackpink, everything they do has to be sexy or cute versus, like, the fact that you know, with, with 21, Minzy was able to just show off her skills regardless because, you know, they all can, YG considered them an ugly group. You know, like, so there was there's different layers to like the things that they could do, I guess. Um, and Lisa doesn't seem like she does any freestyle dancing. It seems like everything she does is like choreographed. So um, for her to be like as cute or sexy as possible. So that could also be it. Um, maybe if she actually just went like, I mean, cause she did get in as a dancer. So I assume that she has some dancing skills and she was part of like, oh, that is real debatable to me. Well, because. I mean, she was in dance crews in Thailand. So I assume that she has some sort of skills. Like I don't, I'm not saying that she was a great dancer. She's not going to do like Omari and stuff or anything like that. But Omarion is the bar. Like that's the standard. In K-pop, he is. We can think chaos. Impact. 
but yeah, like I mean, I I assume like I want Lisa to do to come out and do the dancing that she's comfortable doing, and just give it her all because I assume that that is what she's good at. I don't know. I really honestly could not tell you if that is the case. And I mean, I watch Blackpink House. I've seen so many of their stuff on like through fan cams on YouTube and stuff like that, and through their Blackpink diaries. So I mean, I have seen a lot of Blackpink content, but I still can't tell you if Lisa can actually dance. So, I mean, there is also that as a fact, you know, uh, but I, we're going to be talking, I guess, a little bit later about more and more, more about this. So, I think in general, like my thoughts about it is just that, you know, I agree with everything that said. And um, I don't think Lisa's a horrible person. I think she has horrible fans. Oh, and I don't think and I think that I want to see the talent that everybody says she has. That's it. That's all I ask for. I'm a simple person. That's all I ask for. Yeah. On to BTS. Um, apparently, armies are mad because Apple Music did not give. Oh my God, I thought of a good segue. I'm sorry. sorry. I thought of a good segue. Speaking of fan bases, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah. Speaking of fan bases, armies are mad because. Apple Music did not give Jungkook writing credit for my time. And apparently they're bringing their anger to the Black songwriter um, who actually wrote most of the song, but is apparently also being left out of the Apple Music credits. And from what I know about the songwriter, he apparently has been fairly chummy with armies on, on Twitter and such. And they've kind of, you know, glommed onto him and have been telling him sweet nothing so far. But um, it looks like, I mean, I don't know why they're, by bringing their anger to him, I'm not sure if that means that they're just complaining to him or are they, like, implicating him in this somehow? So um, what I saw, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the, Here's an image. I'm going to post the image of like where the what the credits should be and then what they were on Apple Music. So I just posted it in the chat. But um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the original tweet um, that the songwriter. OK, here it is. Um, so basically what's happening is it's more of their like um, a lot of the tweets are like tagging him but like directing it, directing it towards Apple, but like tagging him. Um, the songwriter, his name is Sleep D's looks like. So yes, um, he's been kind of tweeting about it like all day. So somebody, oh, they tweeted and deleted. Okay, I now I don't have the original tweet that somebody sent him, but it was basically along the lines of complaining to him saying, did you know Jungkook's, um, you know, name wasn't on the credits. This is a big deal. And you know how like, art gays get <laughs> and how how like it's especially army art gays get or you know bts art gays they just were like this is like a slander to jungkook's name and all these things and i don't know if it's slander but they were you know really 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 upset about it and so they kind of tweeted him and one of his tweets he um he responded and he said did you notice that my name was missing too this is an Apple Music issue, not something I can fix. I have thousands of messages asking me to fix this. Gotta chill. And then he del- he tweeted, 
at right after that, I am 10 minutes away from deleting my Twitter. So. You guys see the tweets or should I post them here? Here's the direct tweet. Um, the first one that I read mm. and then the second tweet. I figured something would happen after I heard about him getting chummy with them. Yeah, nothing good ever comes from that. Um, yeah, so um, basically, he, he he says he was getting thousands of messages, basically coming to him like he was the person that publishes Apple Music, um, <laughs> Apple Music song credits. Um, when you know, obviously, it would not be him. Um, and I understand why armies were upset that Jungkook's name didn't appear. But he had a good point. He was like, my name isn't there either. So like, why are you making this a me problem? And to the point where he tweeted later that he ha he was going to delete his Twitter or, con you know, contemplating delete his Twitter. I don't know how serious that post was, but he did say that. Um, and I, I do think it's ridiculous that like people came to him. I see why they kind of did, though, in a, in a sense, because he was doing the thing that for some reason, when people work with BTS, especially black men, I hate to say it, but when black men work with BTS, it's like they become like weirdly attached to them. And I know it's just because of ARMY for the most part. They like the attention from ARMY, but it's just strange to me. Is that, does that strike you guys as weird? Like, uh, you know, artists forming relationship with another artist fans. Like, and I guess what strikes me as weird about it is like, it's usually black men. Is that strange? I always just assumed, like you said, it was because of the attention that they get. Yeah, but it seems like black men are more thirsty for the attention than any other. Because, like, <laughs> BTS has worked with a lot of other... Uh, are you surprised, though? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, we can, we can, you know... I never saw Nicki Minaj doing this. Write essays about it. But the facts are the facts. And that black men are thirsty. So. Well, you know what? Right, you're okay. Hold up, just really quickly. Ash made a good point. She's like, they don't. She, Nikki she doesn't need yeah. to. She Nikki doesn't need to. But like, also, any other artist that was not a black man that they have worked with or have mentioned or have been fans of in some other way that has not done that. Like, they mentioned being fans of people like I don't know. Uh, let's say Cardi B, even though I can't stand Cardi B. That's just one example. They mentioned being fans of Cardi B, but like I never saw Cardi like being thirsty for their attention. I've only ever seen black men do it. And it's number two, right? So maybe it's a men thing in general. Like well, men. I don't think Justin was Justin was actually um he, he okay, from what I saw, he was trying to promote yummy. And at the same time, like I, he was more so just kind of cloud chasing everything, not just arm. It wasn't like okay. army. <laughs> okay, I can see that as well too. Because he, he was like, he was going on YouTube shows and like he was catering to everybody's fan base because he wanted people to buy the single. Yeah, and it didn't work so much. Yeah, nobody bought that. Um, so I just thought that was strange, but I will say that like I get why BTS fans were upset because like you know that is kind of. Jungkook, if he actually wrote part of that song, you know, if that's distributed, when that gets distributed in the United States, that's royalties uh, for them. Like, I, I don't know who their um, American label is, but American labels allow artists to get royalties from songwriting credits. I know Korean um, is in Korea is a little different, but America, you do get royalties. So and also, too, it's just like the credit for acknowledging something that you did. Cough, cough. <laughs> we just had a conversation about this. Cough, cough. Um, that's important. I get why they were upset. 
at the same time, did y'all need to come to this black man about it when you know that he is not the person that wrote <laughs> the, the description of the song on Apple Music? It's easy. Just, it's easy yeah. for them to go to black people and harass them and be racist assholes. It's just easy. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like if this was a white guy, I, I doubt. <laughs> like, I seriously doubt they would have moved in the same way that they had uh, in terms of the outright like weird like power moves that they played you know and i think that's what it was it was like a power move it's like oh you have a writing credit and jungkook does it let's like well that's the thing that's like the funniest thing he didn't even have his writing credit and what's even funnier about him not having the writing credit is he's the lead writer on the song because you know when they credit people on songs they list in, in order for in order contributions to least contributions yeah, don't look at the least contributions absolutely and anybody with a brain would have been able to determine that and also determine that like apple music doesn't like use to telepathy like my mouth stopped working like i'm hearing it in my brain um telepathy um and i think that's wrong too but like i'm hearing it in my brain and i'm just like what is that fucking word but anyways um yeah it's like apple music doesn't just like use magic to determine who wrote what like that's information that is provided to them by so the label. Like, why would you buy the label? So why the hell would you, you know, a seemingly rational person, seemingly, um, go to this black dude and slide into his DM- DMs to be like, uh, so you guys forgot. So you personally forgot to put Jungkook on this track. Mm-hmm. Like what kind of nonsense? What kind of stupidity? <laughs> like stupidity? Just like, just like, why would you do that? Why would you do something like that? If it's not because you felt that you had the right to do so, you had the power to do so, and clearly it was his fault. Like, three things that are wrong, mine, like, by the way. And, and I will say, you know, I, did, I don't remember seeing anything that was, like, racist towards this guy. It, there could have been. I didn't see everything. Like I said, like, I saw a couple tweets, um, and they were definitely, like, telling him, like, you should fix this, which was really strange to me. Like, him of all people. It's a power um, move. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, it, that's what it looks like to me. I, I don't understand why, like, but I understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't do that, but I understand, like, the, like what you're saying about, like, it's a power move. So, I mean, th- th- this type of stuff, like, I just don't get, like, this man wrote my time. We should be thanking him. Like, we should be campaigning to get his name on the Apple Music credits. And from what I'm seeing right now, Jungkook did actually did get his name updated to the credits. Um, I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Let me just make sure. Because I don't, you know, I don't like speaking from an uh, uneducated position. Um, Jungkook's name is back and my name is back in the credits. So they both got their names back in the credits. It looks like on the Apple Music credits, though, um, the guy who wrote the song, his name is really low in the Apple Music credits. But on that like official album credits, his name is like the first name. Um, and on some other ones I've seen, I think like Spotify, his name is like the first name. So that's really weird. But they did get their names added back, which is, you know, yay. We're all about, you know, intellectual property. <laughs> um, we're all about royalties. It's a good thing. Um, and credit. Cough, cough, blinks, learn something. Um, 
But yeah, I just thought that that was kind of bizarre. I was like, I've never seen people complain to like a random person about something they can't fix for like no reason. Yeah. That was strange. Any other thoughts about it? No. But speaking of BTS. Oh, they suck. Not the BTS, but the fans. I want to say that last because like, oh, not them as a group, but the people who harass this man for no reason suck. And please, you know, since we, we did segue from, from um, Blackpink to BTS and we're talking about the toxic fans, not all the fans, but the right. toxic fans, please, I have, I have just like a request from the non-toxic fans. Please check your people. Because they do reflect on you and then also reflect on the artist. So, you know, you don't have to, like, uh, thank- thankfully you're not subscribing to that toxicity. But also you need to be like, listen, you can't harass people. You, you just cannot cyber bully somebody because they said something you don't like. like, <laughs> Or because you think that they're to blame for something that has nothing to do with them. Do better. All right, well, speaking of BTS fans and armies, Ash, tell us a little bit about what's going on with uh, Big Hit co-CEO. I didn't even know they had a co-CEO. I thought it was just Bang PD, so. Yes, they do. Um, he's 42 years old. His name is <laughs> Yoon uh, Suk Jun. And he spoke to Forbes about how he launched BTS's social media strategy um, before their debut in 2013. And he made some comments in the article, such as K-pop fans are multi-layered. It's not that they simply like the music or the lyrics. It's as if they're dating the artist. He also said good songs are important, but what fans really care about is communicating with their artists. And armies got upset about the, the statements um, because they said that they're not like other K-pop fans and they didn't fall for big hits media strategy. It's not about that. It's about the music. I mean, uh, are we debating this? Yeah, because I, I feel like this <laughs> is just... <laughs> I, I feel like... What about anything that he said wasn't a fact? Yeah, that's absolutely like that's how they created K-pop. Lisa yeah. playing two girls and saying, "What do you want?" Getting all that data together and creating HOT. Like, what are you? What are you even talking about? Now <laughs> <Like, laughs> I love when you say that. It's funny to me. <laughs> but but don't you get it? Like they. BTS is not just another K-pop band. They're not regular K-pop fans. This goes beyond K-pop. <laughs> okay. Um, you know. <laughs> Honestly, at first I was like really kind of happy with the way BTS was treating the whole BTS pop thing because they really always kind of was like, I am K-pop. But here lately they've been like kind of leaning into it and it's really, it's really cringy. It's refreshing. Huh? I think it's refreshing. 
if they're leaning into the fact that they are K-pop, like no, they no. What I'm saying is, is like they were leaning into the K-pop thing. Like when they came out with Idol, and like yeah. around that time, they were I like remember. very, very strict about like we are K-pop. When they talked about Alicia Keys when she was at the Grammys and she said K-pop and BTS, they were like, "Wow, she shouted out K-pop!" Like they were more excited she shouted out K-pop than BTS specifically. And I thought that was really cool. But then like RM had made some statements that like made that kind of gave the impression that not RM, I'm sorry, Sugar had made some statements that um, gave the impression that he felt um, BTS was very separate from K-pop. And I, I thought that he was would, just, though. yeah, that's Suga, that's Yoongi in a, in, in a yeah, nutshell. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but I feel but, like he, he probably like knows it's a lie too. He's just being a jerk about it. Like, I feel like- I, I think I, he might be being, just being a rapper about it, you know? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm hip hop or whatever. Uh, yeah. I make real music. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Yugi's that type. I make he real absolutely music. Absolutely, that type. So you know, it is not surprising that he would come out and be like, "Nah, we we're not about that." Not yeah, and I'm not like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like you know, shaming BTS for feeling that way. Because honestly, if I'm BTS, I probably will feel that way. I mean, if you think about it, if I'm making the money, then if I'm able to like have this legion of people who were willing to give their lives for me. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you feel on top of the world? Like you have people like getting tattoos of your name, having babies and naming them after you, which by the way is, what do you guys think about this? Is that creepy? <laughs> I've seen um, a couple baby Namjoons be, be born on the timeline. Um, like white baby non-Jews? Yes, or? like Caucasian, like through and through. Uh, no. Not not even dark white, like not even like Italian, like not spicy, like straight up Nordic white babies named non-Jew. You know, um, that's that, you know, that is between Karen and her white <laughs> God. So I don't really have uh, nothing to say about that. Okay? Oh my God. Yeah, I, uh, that's a lot. I'm not... Look, I, I understand that, you know, back when, you know, I was reading some article a couple months ago about like how um, in the early 2000s, a lot of baby Kobe's were born. OK, you know, I get it. Like, you know, you want your kid to grow up and be like the pe person you think is great. Um, it's strange if you're doing it, but like telling that kid or like living this fantasy in your head that that kid that Namjoon is that kid's dad. <laughs> like that's where it gets really creepy like you might want to reassess but um yeah if i'm bts i i guess i kind of would feel like i'm separate from k-pop in a sense because people like my fans make me feel that way and i have you know millions of rabbit fans um at the same time like i i don't i don't really respect that stance right because it's like you came from k-pop k-pop really made you um and like this co-CEO was saying, the the internet had a lot to do with it. And this crafting this persona of like, we're the boyfriend, that's a very K-pop thing to do. Honestly, that's a pop thing to do. Like yep. a lot of boy bands have done that. Honestly, One Direction has a whole music video where they take their fans out on a date. So that's boy band culture. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand like, what about this do y'all can some army just explain to me armies who listen to our podcast which i'm sure is you know all one or two of you um 
can you explain to us like what your fellow armies would be upset about with that implication? Especially, I guess what's more perplexing about it is like it's coming from Big Hit, who y'all love to love. Like one thing that I think, you know how people always say like SM has company stands. Big Hit has some of the biggest company stands in the industry. The And the way that I know this is because if you look on any text video, like they're, they released their little version of Bangtan Bombs. When you look at them, um, all of the comments are like, you know, oh, did you hear Jungkook in the background? Oh, who else is ARMY? ARMY here to support our babies. Like it's, you know, they, they're the family of BTS. So we got to love them. It's like they... Or, you know, something along the lines of, oh, Big Hit is all knowing and great. And, you know, Bang PD knows what he's doing. Or like, for example, blaming the the songwriter or, you know, adding the songwriter about Jungkook's name not being added instead of adding, you know, Big Hit because you're a company stand and you don't want to realize that Big Hit is a company that, you know, doesn't care about you. Mrs. Ackerman. I think that's like exactly it. Like, to to feel like you're just a cog in the wheel, like they're like any other business that are strategizing and coming up with a formula that works. And they can't look at it and say, oh, we're wonderful and special and we're different. And this is beyond just simple wanting for them wanting to be our boyfriends. We really love them and they make such amazing music and they're better than other K-pop artists. They're not even K-pop anymore. It it makes it takes away that fantasy for them. See, one thing you will never catch me doing is pretending like BTS doesn't have good music because I know that they do. I'm, but I'm not gonna like deny that like a huge part of their appeal is. I mean, literally, like if you look at the fan base, I would say a good. Mm, the, okay, just just talking from an international perspective, right? A good fifty percent of the international fans are purely Maknae Line stands, and Maknae Line, above all else, are known for really things that are not music related. Like besides maybe Jungkook being the main vocal, like Maknae Line is known for their visuals. That's why people really really buy into them. Um, outside of Maknae line, the next two most popular members are like Jin and Sugar, And Sugar because they look at him, oh, look at the cute, he's cute, but he's also like, you know, this kind of rough personality. And then like Jin because he's worldwide handsome, right? It's like looks-based, right? And then when you look at the Korean fan base, it's even worse. Like, it, like the love for Namjoon and J-Hope is like so low compared to the other members who are considered more attractive or especially more conventionally attractive, right? So th you can't even say that it, it's all their music. It's not all their music. Half of the comments on a lot of their stuff that they put out, their bong -bon bombs, their run episodes, all of their V-lives is, oh, Jimin looks really good in this. Oh, like look at Jungkook's body, his, and then like his, his, man titties or whatever that's their new thing that's the new thing that the kids these days are talking about are men with nice titties and so you know like it every comment is about that like i don't understand how you can even pretend like that's not a factor i don't know what do you, what do you think that um 
okay. <laughs> what? I you have to say the man titties thing. It had you know who started it who, in uh, K-pop? Who? Your man from Card. Oh yeah, I know, I know. Um, what's his name? DM. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Big Matthew. Um, but you know, I like okay. The whole story is just that Akosio went on, you know, Forbes or whatever, and told the truth. Fans rejected. Nah, shut up. Told the truth. Girl, what? <laughs> Fans rejected the truth, and it sort of added sort of like a schism because you know we're in it for the music and nothing else at all. Like not their looks, not you know. The whole uh, K-pop machine, not um, you know, like the whole idea of community with 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 the fandom itself, like not any of that has anything to do with being fans of of you know, not just big like BTS, but like any group, any K-pop group, any like Western Idol in general, like any anybody in the music industry that can have fans, you know, like to say that the whole fantasy um, and their looks have nothing to do with it, really, like. It's BS. It's absolute BS. The world hates ugly people. So it makes sense that all of these (laughs) like celebrities and things like that, like are attractive, like, you know, conventionally or unconventionally. Cause I feel like there is this specific look for unconventionally ugly people that people are really into as well. You mean Bobby? Okay, but I'm not trying to be rude. Look, Bobby's not ugly, but you know what I mean. I wasn't even thinking about Bobby. I was thinking of like Adam Driver. Oh and, like, yeah, but Adam Driver is different though. He has that energy. Like you, you know, oh, you're one when of he's those, Kylo huh? Ren, he has that energy. No, <laughs> I'm not a Raylo stand. I'm not a Raylo stand. No, no, girl. And he's trifling as Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren is probably the worst character in Star Wars. But I'm just saying that when he is Kylo Ren, he has that energy. That's okay. a fact. Okay. Um, you know, it's the I, dark I, hair I, and the dark clothes. That's what I it don't, is. Like for me and my whole Star Wars thing, I know people are pissed and whatever. I love the Star Wars films. I enjoyed them mentally. I enjoyed everybody's role in it. And I that's how I leave it. I mean, it gave me what I wanted. Oh, yeah. Thanks no, for, I, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not yeah. a hardcore. Like, OK, I like Star Wars a lot, like um, the Star Wars properties. But if I like I'm more of a Mandalorian girl, I love me some baby Yoda. Like I like he, <laughs> he, look, I'm, I'm sorry. He's adorable yeah. and he's powerful. Yeah. Two things that I mean, honestly, being adorable is powerful. So two things that I just love. Iconic, really. Baby Yoda's an icon. He's up there to me in terms of cultural influence. <laughs> He surpassed Taylor Swift in terms of his influence on the culture. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> sorry but for yeah. the Yoda rant. But anyways, yeah, you know, the like point I, is, the point is that you know, not, okay, sure. <laughs> that wasn't even my point, but sure. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> but the point is, at the end of the day, it's not just the music. You cannot just, like, you can't sing it's just the music. Because that, like, just the music is not going to have you streaming, you know, seven for three days straight. You know, like, it's just not going to do it. No one's going to ask you what, what the hell is seven. But Isn't I, seven I, their last album? Not album seven. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is that? I, honestly, I don't even be uh, referring to the album, so. Okay. There you go. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, 
Okay. I mean, if you want to say it's all about the music. I mean, that's up to you. It's your yeah, life. Like, Who just, cares? You know, there's so many things going on right now in the world that actually affect me directly that I just like. Not nothing affects you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I got things going on. Okay. I got things. Yeah. And so, I got things going on. So I just like, I don't know. Like I just, you're uh, okay. Not trying to expose that business or nothing like that. Keep, keep giving them money so that they can keep telling the truth on at on Forbes and all these other media. Thanks. Yeah, what because Big Kid has also done it, done it too, right? Like, I I feel like mean? with his last that remember that article that we talked. Oh about yeah, Bank Media. Yeah, Bank Media said that they were made off of social media. Yeah. Um, and then now their co CEO is saying they're made to be your fake boyfriend, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. I mean, it is obvious, like. Everything BTS does has they have to end it with how much they love Army, which is extremely annoying because I never see any other artist pander to their fans as much as BTS, even in K-pop. Like, well, I think that they're grateful because I mean they're doing things that no one else has really done. So I think I that mean, they're grateful, but I think yeah. that they. I don't think that. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that they're fake. I okay. think that. Um, I think that they're overdoing it. I think that like I think they love Army, but I, I don't. I think that if you were to just get them to sit down and talk naturally just about their careers, I don't think they would mention ARMY as much as they do. Like in terms of like, not necessarily we over everything ARMY, but like when I say mention ARMY, I don't mean just that whole idea of we owe it to our fans. I'm talking about like, we love you. Like it's like a, you are our best friend. You are our oh, most you know, okay. wonderful so like, love. Whenever, like if you're dating somebody, you kind of have to like, say not say that you love them but you have to still give them sort of terms of endearment so that's kind of what you're you're mentioning there yeah like i uh, think okay. do that a lot like bts will be like instead of just being like you know in one interview casually saying you know um we owe a lot to armies they do that a lot right they will answer every single question in relation to army and then on top of that like it has to be um almost like like, I don't want to say masturbatory, but it's almost like ARMY is their one true love. And I, I think yeah. that that is not a healthy way to view your fans. Like, if they in, if they indeed truly view their fans that way, which I'm not necessarily doubting that they do, because I do think that they're very grateful. I just think that it's a little much. Like, it, it's kind of off-putting. Oh, no, I get it. Okay. I can see how people, I can see how, you know, then you can make the case that they are forming like a boyfriend relationship with their friends because you nobody kind of like talks about their fans in that way. Like, it's just, it's overdoing it in many ways. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. I see it. I mean, I don't really watch their... Right. That's yeah, why I'm so trying to like well. add the context. And I'm doing yeah. a very poor job at it because I can't even, I, I know I'm doing a poor job at explaining it, but... It is what I see a lot. I do see a lot of that, especially with the Machne line. Especially, honestly, the person that does the most is Jimin. Like, it, it's just he does it so much that I don't know. It just it's, it's noteworthy when you do. Yeah, it. like when I, exactly okay, like it I makes me. Like, it kind of takes me back a little bit. Like, hey, like the, I, I know that when you're doing and and you know what I do want to say when Korean acts K-pop acts come to America and they do English interviews I know that the easiest answer to every question is we love our fans but I don't see in citizens doing like, sorry NCT doing that like I don't see Monster X doing that like in terms of that level of an extreme because just because you don't 
there's a language barrier doesn't mean everything you say has to be about that one topic. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just had to note that because I just never seen a group do that before. And other groups like, you mean tell me Big Bang don't have a lot to be grateful for? Yeah. I've never heard them talk about, honestly, I don't even think that. Look, this is just my personal opinion from what I see. I've never heard them mention VIPs. I didn't even know that was y'all name. <laughs> okay. No, they do. They do mention VIPs, but they're not like, you know, talking about like, oh, I love you so much. You're like my my girlfriend, you know, you're my everything. No, nah, they don't care about that as much. Uh, don't get me right. Because <laughs> don't outright say you're my girlfriend. Okay, go, right? okay. But they yeah, say yeah. like, they say things like, um, I don't know. They just say things that are um, very much like, I can see how like a young girl or a young boy who's like maybe yeah a teenager yeah you might take it like oh they really love me like some they aren't so young. (laughs) Facts. There's a lot of uh, mom armies. I think is what they call themselves or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Okay. Well, yeah. No. Honestly, none of my groups, none of my groups that I like are like that. I mean, we all like. Dongwan from Shinwa literally said, like, and this is, you know, in the prime part of their career, Shinwa is not responsible for your lives. I mean, he had he got a lot of flack for it, but now he he sat in that. He said, look, I am an idol. This is what I do. This is my job. Okay. You need to do your stuff so you have a life. Oh, and Echo does that shit too. Yeah. Like, and he's he still repeats it like almost every year almost at least once a year he repeats it like Shinwa is not responsible for your lives and I think that's like a really healthy relationship and a really healthy way to sort of like uh keep your fans and I mean obviously if somebody wants the fantasy if they want more than that they can there's someone else there's always gonna be someone else in the world that they can go to for that to be honest big hit is a good segue to bts's bang bang kong con versus sm's beyond live um and our discussion on the two concerts basic economics and the hypocrisy of fandom so we are going to be talking about Jimin. okay so yeah um anybody who knows anything about the month of april uh <laughs> knows that uh not only does it rain but also both big hit and sm entertainment announced that they would be running sort of at-home concerts for the fans. Um, and for Big Hit, they announced Big, uh, Bang Bang Con for BTS. And it was a three-day sort of concert streaming event. Um, and it ran from like, it started It would started around, I want to say like, three o'clock in the morning. I don't know. It was like really late at night. And then it ran until like eight o'clock the next day because it was running on Korean time. So um, it was basically start like at night and then run until the daytime in, you know, overseas in the U.S. Um, And that ran for three days and they uh, did all of BTS's major concerts thus far. Um, I believe it was specifically... um, one second. They did. They performed. Not performed. I'm sorry. They were replaying older concerts. So they did 2015 BTS Live, which was the most beautiful moment in life. Um, 2016 BTS Live, which is the most beautiful moment in life. 
at the epilogue. Um, they did BTS's 2014 live trilogy, the Red Bullet concerts, the third muster, um, which is for you guys who don't know, the muster is the BTS um, annual fan meet. Um, and then they did the 2017 BTS live trilogy, the Wings tour in Seoul. Um, they did the 2017 live trilogy episode three, the Wings tour, the final, um, which was the 2017 memories, um, which another thing BTS does is they release like a video every year with like the memories of the year. Um, and then they did the BTS fourth muster happily ever after and the BTS world tour, love yourself and soul, which was their concert that they did last year. Um, so those were all of the concerts that ran. Um, and it says started at noon Korean standard time and they ran on the Bangtan TV YouTube channel. So noon Korean time is like 1 a.m. here um, in the East Coast in the United States. Um, so that was Bang Bang Con. And that was um, April 18th and 19th. I'm sorry. I thought it was three days. It was two days, looks like. Um, and then SM Entertainment announced SM's Beyond Live uh, about a week or so later, I believe. It was, it was, it was very close in time. Um, and their concerts were a little different. Um, their concerts were going to be, first and foremost, from a collection of their groups. Um, and it was going to be one every week um, between the weeks of April 26th and um, May 17th, uh, which we have yet to see the other ones as of now, but we've already seen the very first one. Um, those concerts started at 3 p.m. Korean, Korean Standard Time. And that's why I got the confusion from because SM's concert started at 3. So. And basically what they were going to do is just each of the groups that they picked, which was Super N, Wavy, NCT Dream, and NCT 127. Um, each of those groups were going to do their own set um, of their songs. And this event was a paid event. So Bang Bang was free. And um, this event called Beyond Live uh, was is a paid event. And it's $30 for tickets. And it is live concerts. I mean, um, the Super N, the guys were singing live. And it was real time. And it was performances you haven't seen before. It might be songs you've seen before just because they're obviously going to perform um, previously released music, but um, songs you haven't seen before. And then there was also the added element that you could be one of the fans that was featured in. Um, they had like a little like screens of the videos of fans, like of a live feed in the background. Um, and you can ask a question. So that was, um, so that's kind of the setup of theirs is like, you get to kind of attend it and you get the chance to maybe ask a question and you pay for it. So um, and it's live. So those are some of the key differences between the Bang Bang Con and the Beyond Live. Um, and this particular phenomenon of these sort of concerts being streamed, it kind of prompted an interesting discussion online of, you know, like, should you pay for content that is online? Like, should you pay for basically a virtual concert? Um, and a lot of ARMY sort of uh, saw what SM was doing and they felt like it was sort of a rip from Bang Bang Con. They thought it was, you know, SM copying, big hit. Um, they also felt that it was unfair inherently because they were like, well, you know, why do you have to pay for that? And there were also some SM stands who are stands of, you know, EXO and um, NCT and SHINee who were like, you know, why should I have to pay for these events? Um, and also, too, there's, you know, another reason why 
EXO, NCT, and SHINee fans were doing this is because, of course, Super M, there's still that whole controversy about, you know, people hating Super M because it's a combination of these groups and feeling like, you know, all of them are just trying to leech off of EXO or some conspiracy that is ridiculous. But, you know, fans will be fans. Um, so basically, yeah, it prompted this interesting discussion of like, you know, paying for these sort of events versus, you know, Bang Bang College was free. And a lot of the argument was, you know, Bang Bang Con was better because it pulled in like um, I read somewhere that it pulled in about like 25 million views um, on the first day. Um, and I know for Beyond Live, I haven't read any um, articles about the views. I don't know how many views it's pulled in. Um, but that was just the first concert. So who knows? And it was also paid. So, of course, there's going to be a discrepancy. And also, you know, it's at like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> um, international time. So in, you know, Eastern time. Um, so those are things that could change the viewership as well. But I guess what interested me about this whole aspect is like why the fans were mad that BTS or sorry, that um, SM's concerts were paid. Right. That was the most interesting part. And that's why I kind of keep bringing that up, because personally, from my opinion, I just thought it was a, a smart business move on um, SM's behalf. I also think Bang Bang Con was a smart business move on Big Hit's behalf. But there is a lot of shade being thrown at SM and SM stands of like, wow, like they're making you pay for this. Oh, like that's like lame or whatever. I don't really understand that because um, there was this idea that Big Hit is somehow superior morally because they didn't ask fans to pay for concerts during this uncertain time that we live in with coronavirus going around and, you know, people losing their jobs and things like that. So it was kind of like it, a lot of these stands were saying things like, you know, oh, that's messed up, you know. People don't have jobs and yet you're expecting me to pay or you're expecting your fans to pay like that's trash. You're a trash company, this, that and the other. You know, you're morally wrong. And this a lot of this vitriol was coming from armies, which is really interesting to me because of one key fact that a lot of um, I feel like a lot of armies were kind of leaving out of this. Um, and that key fact is um, that. At this, the reason why, okay, I don't want to say the reason why, but a huge part um, of Big Hit sort of um, releasing these concerts and having this sort of bang bang con was because they wanted to, they needed to make money. Obviously, BTS is not touring right now. They, BTS was, was supposed to start their tour, I believe, pretty soon. They were supposed to start their tour in May, and they're not going to be able to do that. So they needed to make money. Well, they decided to release a new light stick. Can you guys guess how much that new light stick costs? Ash and that? Anybody want to throw some numbers out there? I don't even know what a regular light stick costs, so Me I don't either. know. <laughs> so the um, there's a lot of versions of the BTS light stick, um, the Army Bomb, but the one that just came out um sorry i just had the price pulled up and then it's gone right now <laughs> the version three i believe is the one that just came out 
Um, let me make sure that I'm telling the truth. Version. Hold on. Sorry. The version four. Sorry. The version four um, army bomb just kind of came out and it's called the map of the soul bomb. Um, let me go to does Vicky have an online store? I'm sorry. I would be. I mean, I know they do. Yeah, I was like, but I, I'm trying to figure out Big Hit Shop USA. Here it is. Um, oh, they have a Weaver shop. I don't really. Are you serious? It's making me download Weavers. Oh, because this is the Weaver shop. Um, I oh, that's another thing. They're moving almost everything to Weavers, which is a paid app, by the way. So keep that in mind, dude. That's what I was going to actually ask because I know they have a paid app. I wasn't sure if like they were putting the concerts only on the paid app because that would mean that you're paying for it and it's not free. So I wasn't sure about that either. Right. So the concerts are no, they're on YouTube. Okay. Um, it is not paid. I cannot find the what I just had open for the price. Um, um, Army Bomb version four price. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Um, I had it up, but then That's okay. some stuff happened, and now it is not up anymore, and I can't find it anymore. Okay, but I do. Um, I do know this that the um, Army Bomb uh, three light stick, which is the previous light stick, is retailing for forty five dollars. So you know the Army Bomb four <laughs> is going to be more than forty five dollars, and that's the forty and the forty five dollar one is like the regular one. That's not like the one that links up with the Bluetooth and all that good, you know, nice little stuff. That's just like the basic version of it. Um, okay, that seems very expensive. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not paying, and I that is the price that I had pulled from Amazon. Um, because the BTS shop, like I said, moved to Weverse, and I'm not paying for Weverse just to see a price. Imagine paying to see a price. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, so basically, like what they've been doing with this concert is they've been, if you go to their Twitter page, actually, I'm going to pull that up. Um, big hit Twitter page. Um, they have been marketing um, this um, bump time bomb, this new bomb um, with, or this new light stick. Actually, I shouldn't call it a bomb. <laughs> They're marketing this new light stick. Um, very heavily, like they're pushing it hard. Like they, they've been coming out like these V lives like every other day with the members decorating their light sticks. They've been coming out with these TikToks with like, um, you know, the members dancing with the new light sticks. And then they've been coming out with these uh, promotional videos or before because the Bayman Khan is over. But when before Bayman Khan started to promote it, they were coming out with these little videos where the boys would, or the guys, their grown men, the men would dance with their light sticks, but like it would be um, overlaid like with the promotion for the Bang Bang Con. So it's kind of like the whole expectation that you are going to buy this light stick to use it at the Bang Bang Con. Am I making any sense now? Yes. Okay. Because I was just talking and trying to figure out like how to word it. And then I finally figured out how to word it. So, 
Yes, they have basically been like promoting this light stick super hard and they've been heavily associating the light stick with be like with this concert. It's like, you know, them saying sync this up with your Oh, okay, here it is. Actually, I could just show you guys. It is oh, it's Pambangkon. I'm sorry. I thought it was Bang Bang Con cuz that's what everybody was saying. Here, here's the video. Or you know, I'm put it in the uh watch together. I'm just gonna make a new watch together. Because I feel like you guys have to see what I'm saying mm-hmm. to understand like how this is clearly the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's in your face what they're trying to do. Okay, here's the link. You guys, ready? I- That's the new light stick he's holding. Oh. This is called the guide video. Guide to what? It's a light stick. I guess to watching the concert. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I, would, I mean, okay. if somebody woke me up for this, I'd be probably pissed, but sure. You said what? <laughs> I, I said if somebody you. woke me up, sorry, I said if somebody woke me up and then made me get dressed to do this, I'd be pissed. But, you know, it but is. Like, you it see is how they're like, just, they have the bomb in their hand and they're just like really, really trying to show you that they have this new army bomb. Like, and they're saying that the army bomb will make the um, experience more enjoyable. And, like, look at all the great things the Army Bomb can do. They're not, like, doing it in this specific video, but they... I mean, it just seems so extra to me, right? But do you get what I'm saying? You get the point? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I, I mean, like, capitalism. Either way, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right, so my point is, my point yes. is, is, like, armies are attacking... SM stands saying they're stupid for paying $30 for these concerts. They're doing this, they're doing that. You're, you know, SM is horrible for making people pay in these, these hard struggling times. Yet big hit is shoving down my throat that I should buy this most likely going to be $70 army bomb. This light stick. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's Um, like hypocritical. Oh, absolutely. And I want to I mean, ask you guys to watch the whole video to whoever was fast forwarding very rudely. Oh, that was me. I, I, was, I was like, I was really curious about the whole content of the video. Like, that's why I was, I was doing that before, but I'm out of the room now. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so no, no, no. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, I was trying to, like, get, try to find the point where they specifically started talking about, like, the capabilities of the bomb because they start really describing the specs of it. And it just seems weird to do. Like, like, who does that? How, why are you giving me a guide? For how to enjoy a concert. <laughs> oh, but you know, K-pop concerts are very strict. <laughs> they have rules, okay? Okay, they like, do, but like BTS <laughs> concerts don't. Okay. Like, I, international fans especially. Like, I don't, I mean, you guys have probably never watched a BTS international concert on YouTube. But like, if even if you watch one of the given videos, like, it's, they, their fans don't act like their Korean fans do. It's not... It's, there's no rules. I mean, they don't even do the fan chants, like, b- barely. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just strange to me. And they're not even describing stuff like the fan chants. So I, my whole point that I'm trying to bring this all around to say is, like, and I want you guys' opinion on this, is, like, it is, and the reason why I want to bring up the um, the whole they're selling this army bomb alongside this concert as, like, a companion to the concert is I wanted to say, am I justified in saying that Big Hit is doing the same thing SM is doing, just in a different way? Like, they're still asking you to pay for something. They're just doing it in a different way. 
Uh, absolutely. And SM is actually giving you like new content. Like, absolutely. I never saw that SM con that uh, Super M concert before that day. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, I like none of these companies are giving you things for free. I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to K-pop itself, it's a business. Nothing is for free. There's always some devious plot to make money off of you. Like that is the whole reason they created this genre, right? To make money. So regardless of if you get like, okay, yeah, you got, you know, all of these concerts were uploaded online so you could enjoy it. Great. Uh, but you still have to buy things. You still have to buy it, like pay for Reverse, I guess, or pay to use Reverse. You know, um, well, it was uploaded on YouTube. So like the concert is, that's what I'm saying. Like the concert itself was free, but there is like the hidden like agenda of like getting you to pay for something else. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't obvious. And honestly, like, yeah, it's on YouTube. That's great. I mean, like, there's so what? So many other things are on YouTube. And if they didn't put it on YouTube, somebody else would have put it on YouTube. Well, the fact is, honestly, okay, I hate to really be that person, but all of those concerts are already on YouTube. Yeah, I was about to say, that's why I was like, if they're not on YouTube already, somebody else would put them on there. I mean, you know how many free concerts I've watched on YouTube? Like, come on, guys. Like, Like, Shy World literally did a whole, um, and, and for some reason, SM is, like, really strict about shiny content um being uploaded to youtube but but somehow like all of the shiny concerts are on youtube and like yeah. shot walls even did a whole streaming party for shiny concerts over the weekend um i think they really did it to be petty but um they still did it right so like whereas you know all of those bts concerts i feel like i don't know i've not not no not whereas but just like all of those concerts you can find them online it wasn't anything special big hit was doing yeah. for the fans it exactly. wasn't new so, so of course really you wouldn't pay them. for it. Yeah, so you can't really compare them because I mean there's no way that I was paying for a concert from SME. Like I'm not paying like Oh period. I, I mean I understand and the thing oh, and the thing that's kind of weird on top of that is that V Live exists and V Live is literally a place that you pay for things, like for content from your idols. And I mean like V Live I don't think is as popular as it used to be, but before, you know, the Weverse and these things, like a lot of these K-pop groups and, and celebrities and idols and stuff like that were going on V Live to sell you things. So, like, you were buying these like coins or whatever, and you were like paying for things. Like, I paid for like um, the Shinwa when they did their reality show. Like, I paid for it to watch it on V Live. You know, like it's not. I mean, it's not really like a crazy thought in my opinion, for people to be like, hey, I want to put content online and you should pay for it. Right. It's not not a crazy concept because, like, why wouldn't you do it? You know, 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 like, the whole logic behind that, too, is, like, you know, you're paying for something virtual. I mean, any time you've ever paid for Netflix, Hulu, anything you pay for that is content, it is all virtual and you're paying for it still. Honestly, if I could get somebody to pay me a tweet, and to pay me to do a lot of other things online, like like that I that I just do for fun, I would take it. Like I just don't understand like why you're mad at people for charging people for things. Like especially people who go. It's out, not predatory, yeah. y'all. Come especially, on, especially like for like group like fandoms like in K-pop, I can say for sure. Um, where people buy five versions of the same album, like what right. you're not a part of the system. You are absolutely a part of the system. You bought concert tickets. You buy this light stick. You buy fan content. You buy um, albums like, like what? You're not a part of it. You're a part of it. Like capitalism 
is king and you are, you know, at the top of it <laughs> because of the things that you consume. So I don't understand why you're like you would say one is predatory and one is not. Like both of these companies are here to make money. You think that Big Hit made that whatever million dollars, you know, by giving away content? <laughs> so like Especially I don't know since like now too like they're shifting all the they're talking about shifting all the run episodes to Weverse and like they're already Vicky is really strict about like a lot of their copyright strikes on certain things like I don't know I just noticed they've been getting stricter and stricter and I get it it's your intellectual property but the whole point is is like you cannot sit up here and like act like SM is being predatory Please, honestly, I wish people would stop using the virus as, like, an excuse to, like, hate things that they just hate regardless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you are going to hate SM, period, because people already, like, like huh? You just don't like it. I right. mean, I think it's very okay to be like, look, I just don't like this thing. Like, yeah, you have something, you know, like, okay, you can't say that you just don't like black people. I mean, like, don't do that. Um, but if you don't like SME, you don't like their policies, you don't like their groups. It's okay. It's not like the end of the world. If you don't, if you want to be like a single group or single idol fan, that's okay. Keep it to yourself. Nobody cares. You know, like at the end of the day, it's like what you getting mad about SME charging their fans for a free con for a concert that they are putting on. I mean, they have costs, so they're putting it on for you. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. Honestly, it's going to end up on YouTube anyway. I know. I was like, listen, I will wait until it's on YouTube and I will watch it. Like, yeah, because to me, part of the appeal of, you know, paying for a live performance is like watching it right away. Right. And it's also like the atmosphere of being at a concert. Anybody who's ever been to a concert knows what I mean. Like, it's the atmosphere is totally different. And like seeing that artist like in person, it's very different. So, and the thing is, like, I'm not even going to say that I wouldn't pay for a like a virtual yeah, concert like hmm. if Beyonce came on and said let's do this I'd be like where do you want me to didn't pay didn't she do that with Coachella though like she recorded her Coachella performance yeah yeah but I mean like Coachella had everything streaming for free so I mean you know, oh okay I didn't know that yeah, yeah. so uh yeah like every year like, Look, and if Michael Jackson came back from the dead and was like you about to pay a hundred dollars to watch me perform yeah who you sure. think would be first in line sure I mean that's the thing right like I'm, but like for Super M, like I, as I said, I wasn't paying for it, but yeah, I, I mean, totally certain things right is a once in a lifetime experience. They are incurring costs. They are, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. And the thing is, like, what I would say too is an, a positive of something like that is that, you know, you could have a watch party with a bunch of people and you guys can do, like, that's what live tweeting is, right? Like, you and a bunch of people sort of experiencing the same thing at the same time and, like, sharing that, right? So I totally see why people would pay for it. And now why yeah. people Yeah, and I'm not going to shame yeah. you if you did pay for it. Like, I, I, mean, I just think you're bucks. stupid to pay for it. Like, that's stupid. Like, yeah. you're not stupid for paying for something like that. And don't let nobody yeah. make you feel like you're stupid. Look, you're never stupid for paying something for something that you love and that brings you joy especially in this shitty world that we live in like there's i i personally like if you want to buy five of the same albums i think it's stupid but i'm not going to say that you can't spend your money on that like i can't tell you what to spend your money on if you wanted all of these different maybe there's different versions i don't know whatever for whatever reason it brings you joy I, I like you know live your life i, don't I do feel that. like we're being hypocrites though because what? i remember i do remember one time where we were saying like 
I think we said something like, if you pay for this, you, you're dumb or something. No, but it I, wasn't. You're dumb. It wasn't that. I absolutely think you're dumb. I think it is like, um, it's it's adding to the pollution on this planet. Yes. But at the same time, like, if that brings you joy. Oh, no, I'm talking about, yeah. like, yeah, buying the album thing, I yeah. think is dumb. I think that by streaming a concert for $30, I don't think that's dumb, for real. Because it's like one concert. It's not like you're, you know, buying multiple versions of the same concert, like just to get your your faves numbers up. That's dumb to me. Yeah, no, I think that's actually a waste of money. But as I said, like, if, that, if that brings you joy, like, what am I going to say? It's not my money. That's oh, yeah. No, I don't that. care like, about how you spend <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. Exactly. So that like my point is basically like if it brings you joy, then do it as long as you're not hurting anybody. And the thing is, like, unless like it, it comes across like your joy, like not just BTS, like I'm just talking about fandoms in general. It comes across like your joy is tied up and um and and pushing putting putting down other people because they don't find joy from the same thing that you find joy from. And also just like this whole like superiority complex. So I feel like it's less about like in a lot of these cases, it is less about like actually finding joy in these things and more about shitting on other people to make yourself feel better. And I think that's where fandoms are like have always been really, but like it's really exasperated for um, through the internet right now. And I think that the like that's the only way that it can make sense for me for somebody who got free concerts, a whole bunch of old free concerts that are probably online to be ragging on people who got a brand new concert and had to pay for it like that is the only sort of like reasoning that would make sense to me like in the fact that you only found pleasure in this thing because you're like well at least i didn't have to pay for it and it's like that's fucked up and that says more about you than it is about the person who did pay for the 30 bucks and enjoyed themselves you know like it's it's none of your business just honestly i'm grateful for all of y'all out there who's taking one from the team and paying the 30 bucks for these concerts yeah absolutely i love i love watching these guys perform and you are really being a real one for streaming it live on twitch good for you (laughs) i just just am not the one so i was like "Mm, you know i'm happy for you for the girls but you know i will watch it later (laughs) because i'm sure that it will be awesome like a lot of it too is like i'm not about to wake up at four o'clock in the morning for this like now i will say that i did wake up at like three o'clock in the morning for shiny but that was like shiny like right after 2017 so but also like you know it's shiny like i totally get it (laughs) that's also fast i'm just like you know i there's certain thing people that i would wake up that early for too and i'm just like yeah i would make the sacrifice like i love super m i absolutely do but at the same time like I didn't see them in concert either. So like Right. My level's not there yet. No, and it's not. You no, know, I need to get that level there before I wake up at that time of morning for me. They just like for me personally as well, they just don't have like the content that I would need, like, to justify paying money to see them. You know, like like that, I, I would say, because they only have that many pretty much and like two songs. And it's the same thing with Blackpink, right? Like like they only need that content. I thought for some reason my brain was thinking you you were talking about like VCRs and stuff. I'm like <laughs> You go to concerts to see the VCR. But oh, the, some of the VCRs are really fun. Like Shinwa. Yeah, really but like fun. I'm not going to I'm not paying I'm not money for that. No. Be uploaded on YouTube a couple hours later. So. And like honestly, like I mean, I I own like fan cons like concerts, like live concerts on DVD. So like I mean, there's certain things that I like I don't mind paying money for because I make them so good. Sorry? Nothing. Shut up. Um but <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, actually I have like four. <laughs> I have 
forced in what different life classes on DVD. <laughs> I said some of our listeners don't even know what DVDs are because they were born oh. in like 2001. That's true. That's All right, guys. Like, I actually own like a lot of DVDs, and this is not me shaming. I love my, uh, I love my like, like lower twenties. Like, wait, people born two thousand one are not twenty. No, they're like going to be twenty next year if they're born two thousand and one. Okay, uh, so yeah. I, I, I like my little twenty year olds and whatever because they're little babies, and you got to teach them and feed them with a cane and stuff like that. Um, but y'all be saying some dumb stuff. honestly like i personally like dvds like i'm gonna put that on record like dvd should make a comeback yeah it's great to stream things but also sometimes it's good to just pop shit in the deep in like your tv especially like if it's a it's like a tv show and there's multiple episodes it's fun to just pop it in and let it roll you you know know why i hate about dvds that that like the little the dvd player can get so messed up so easily so and then also like my laptop did not come with a DVD, like a CD slot. So, oh yeah, they don't anymore. So that's I'm a VHS kind of girl because oh, I at least I actually it. still have a VCR that works. Oh, I do too. I have DVD player, a Blu-ray player, and uh, you have a DVD player that works. Are you serious? Well, actually, okay. So my TV in my room actually has a built-in DVD player. So um, one of the reasons I actually haven't gotten rid of this because it's not I'm like say Nat got a 1960. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I haven't gotten rid of this is that I don't waste things and it still works. Yeah. But also I would love to like buy like a brand new 4D for like HD or whatever, like a 4K like TV. Like I would love to upgrade my television for sure. But this thing still works. And it has a DVD player in it. So Are I you the type of person to wear if they give you a free jersey of the losing team uh, for the Super Bowl that you would uh, keep it? Absolutely. I can sleep in that shirt. Facts. Same. Listen, I, I, was don't, person. I don't believe in waste. I don't waste things unless I absolutely, absolutely have to. Actually, I also don't litter. I mean, there's like certain rules. That Ew. People litter. <laughs> If oh. you litter, honestly, you're the worst kind of person. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. I really hate that. I think that is such a nasty habit. That and people who fold pages in their books or library books. Oh, honestly, like, okay. Fine. Tell me why, like, my little notebook that I'm taking notes on right now, not right now physically, but, you know, that I'm using to yeah. take notes on, it's starting to, like, curdle at the edges, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I hate that. Oh, I just want to. But, you know, I'm not wasteful, so I'm not going to throw it away. No, if it still if it still has life in it, use it, guys. Don't just throw things like that's why people who buy the new iPhone every time it comes out like that's just ludicrous to me. Honestly, I know some people like that, yeah. and they always give the older iPhone to their child. But like now, their child has like fifty iPhones, and I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, my eight plus. You better believe this is going to last until Apple gets rude and is like, nope, we're slowing this bitch down. You need to get a new phone. Like, that's how long I will keep this phone. You know how long I didn't have a phone that had internet on it because my old phone worked? Did yeah, you have so, a Nokia? Uh, did I have a Nokia? I think I did have a Nokia. No, I Come had on a, now, now. Everybody had a Nokia. Oh, I, I had like, a Nokia. When I was 16, I had, like, a Nokia. I had, like, the oh. peanut phone. Like, the peanut Nokia? <laughs> Peanut yeah it was like okay i'll show you a picture um but like i know you know this phone like i, I think mean, that's a canada thing shut up um maybe it's not a nokia I why are you always so mean i always bring my country into things why <laughs> <laughs> does that hurt does it make you mad 
No, I, I actually doesn't. I I don't care. I just like the, <laughs> I like the uh, ring to stuff like that. I like the ring to it. Well, this is one of the. We were supposed to watch Italia on Netflix, y'all. Netflix party. Oh yeah, we were supposed to watch something on Netflix party. We should still do it. Netflix party. I don't know if our listeners would like log on to Twitch to watch to um watch it with us though. We should watch one of these concerts that we were talking about. Okay. Okay. I put it, I put it in the uh, chat. Uh, the, uh, I love how you didn't even want to send it to me. No, I put it in the chat in like the thing. The yard. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, I know that phone, but why'd you call it the peanut phone? Because that's what they called it. That was and that literally was the first thing that came up when I was Googled Peanut Nokia. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't know why it was called that either, but that's what it was called. Okay. Um and that's how I remember it. But yeah, I know it's just a peanut like interconnected silicon QMAT. Okay, well that was a good discussion on um capitalism. Oh yeah. Why <laughs> is the same thing as Beyond Lock. Well, Ash didn't talk about it because Ash oh. was too busy not being the stream. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I was following. I was following. That isn't her way of saying she doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> to add. Ash, no, capitalism good or bad? Yay or nay? Did you what did you just Bad. say? Yay or nay? Girl, I thought you just said that. Girl, you about to get us off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism is bad. All right. So, um, I, I guess know. we're last topic, right? I like capitalism. Mm, capitalism can meet me outside, but um, and pay me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any shout outs? Shout outs to um. Um, shout outs to all of the wonderful black creators out there. Um, shout outs to, uh, who do we talk about? Shout outs to Sierra Nichols. Girl, you should not have apologized. You didn't need to apologize. Shout out to Chin's baby, but not Chin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, shout out to Jungkook for writing a couple of syllables on his song, My Time. Honestly, shout out to Jungu for existing. He brings light to my life. I think he's so funny. Um, he's slowly creeping his way up into like being somebody I really just admire as a as a public figure. Uh, but yeah, that's all my shout outs. Um, I don't care about nobody else. No, yeah. no, that's that's false. I care about um, shout out to all the black people in the world that yeah. are like n- not self hating. Yeah. And also, no shout outs to any black men who put down black women. Shout outs to A Pink because you did the thing. Um, yeah, and shout outs to, like, I feel like we rag a lot on bad fans. So shout out to good fans. The people who are out here just living their lives, loving what they love, and, you know, trying to spread that positivity. So shout that out to. That does not include me because I do not, I don't chill. I, I mean, I think I'm a very nice person, actually. You think I'm a nice person? Well, I do. I also think you're a nice person. Yes. But I'm a nice person. So, I mean, I'm included in this because I I only talk about the things that I love. And you're giving me a compliment. You're giving yourself a compliment. (laughs) Well, I mean, that was a plan, but 
you know, I, I have enough to share. Um, so. Well, anybody who listens to the show knows that what Nat just said is patently untrue. So, <laughs> listen, I've been watching so much anime, and I'm just so happy. Like, honestly, shout out to Ash for sitting here listening to us talk about yeah, anime. Yeah, back and forth. Actually, you know what? Also, sh- not only shout out to Ash for putting up with us, but shout out to Ash for being on the Whiten um, Whiten uh, podcast. I thought it was Whiting. Was it? Because it's spelled H W. But is it not supposed to be like the Korean Whiting? Whiting, probably. Um, So unpopular opinions, I think, is really what she says that you can just Google to find her. (laughs) You know what, Nat is. Okay, Nat has not learned after like twenty years of being into (laughs) K-pop to not literally pronounce romanization. It's like if I'm watching a whole bunch of Korean things, like the pronunciation comes to me. But if I'm looking at English, like like English words and things like that, it it's like my brain's only capable of doing one at a time. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave a message for our Korean listeners. Okay. Yeah. Can I leave a message? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna leave it in Korean. Okay. Ready? Sure. Yeah. Are you being like that? Yeah. Go. Go. Okay. Uh, 한국인 분들. Uh. 너무너무 감사합니다. 아, 아, 들어서, 아, 너무 고마워요. 아, 아, what, what else should I say? Manasoma, <laughs> um, Why would I say that? I don't know. It was <laughs> the person that came to mind. End of a podcast. Uh, that, was, that was the person that came to mind. So. Annyeong. Annyeong. Why would you say? Wait, yeah, but is it rude to say just like Anya? Like even if you're leaving? Oh, well, I say this. Uh, um, thank you. That's all I had okay. to say. Well, what I wanted to say before I was interrupted as well was shout oh. out to Ash for being on the other podcast um, with a lot of other um, Black K-pop. Didn't uh, you finish uh, saying that? Well, no, not really. I was kind of like finishing it up and then, you know, we got into the conversation about how to pronounce it and it just spiraled from there. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. So yes. Um, unpopular K-pop opinions, search it out. It's Deb's podcast. Uh, Ash was on it along with like a lot of our friends um, who do also do K-pop uh, podcasts who are also black and it was actually really fun to listen to there were so many good opinions everybody was having a good time ash did bait me out for you know some of my own behavior i'll work oh. on myself <laughs> uh, what happened she, she mentioned the whole king daniel situation and you know what king daniel fans i'm working on myself i'm gonna be a better person um stream king daniel so shout out to him and uh shout out to oh my girl your song will grow on me. Shout out to Astro. Can't wait for you to drop your song. Shout out to NCT Dream. Shout out to Na Temin. He's a good person. Shout out to Chen's baby again. No, Baby Yoda. Shout and, out to Baby Yoda. We and Zane's baby. Well, Zane's baby is uh, not even a fetus yet. So, <laughs> um... Shout-outs to Zane Zygote. 
<laughs> Hopefully, you will be. Your cries will sound like songs to our ears. Honestly, Zayn baby cries will probably sound just like Zayn when he sings since he can't pronounce no consonants. That baby's gonna cry like on beat, <laughs> crying <laughs> only bowels. <laughs> just break up. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> uh, is very mean <laughs> shout out to Gigi you know um, pregnancy is not easy from the looks of it so you know hopefully you get through it um, shout outs to us because this has actually been a really fun podcast I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, yeah, I'm Ash as you have shout outs um, shout out to the guy that wrote my time. It's a, or mostly wrote my time because it's a pretty decent song. And I'm sorry you had to deal with um, crazy Jungkook stands. Yes. Hopefully being a part of the royalties for that song will help, help that yes. somewhat. And that's it for me. Um, thank you for joining us for this uh, episode of Not Your Average Netizens. You can find us on SoundCloud and wherever you get your podcast. Drop us a line at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com or check us out on Instagram at notyouraveragenetizens, Facebook at notyouraveragenetizens, and Twitter at nyanetizens. Am I forgetting anything? Uh, I think that is good. So, yeah. Good night, guys. Or bye, guys, because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. That's true. I mean, it is currently 1 a.m. or 1.18 a.m. here, but yes, that's true. So, goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. See ya.